Positively uplifting. Alive 105. Another live presentation from Alive 105. Live and local. It's Friday night. And time for Derby, Derby Panther, Panther Football. Football. Tonight's pregame coaches show is brought to you by Tender Care Lawn and Landscape. Discover the Tender Care difference. And now, here's the Alive 105 sports team, Kevin Payne and Doyle Phillips. Once again, it's Friday night. Uh, we're fortunate again to have Coach Wietrich and Coach Clark up here. Uh, guys, it's the first week of state playoffs uh, tonight. We've got a good crowd here, but... We had a big win last week against Mays. Uh, pretty phenomenal. Uh, Coach Clark, talk a little bit about uh, special teams and how your offense did, and then we'll let Coach Wietrich talk about his defense. Well, I'll start off with special teams like I always do. Um, I thought our special teams played pretty well. Uh, let's see here on kickoff return, they kicked to us uh, the, the first time they challenged us, and I think we got it past the 50. Uh, Trey had a pretty good return, and one guy away from breaking a touchdown, and then they started squibbing it. You know, they, I think they kicked off like three times. But uh, um, our punt team, I don't think ever saw, saw the field. Our punt return team, I thought, did a pretty good job. We got a blocked punt. It was actually a designed return. But we uh, rushed three guys to uh, try to block the punt. And uh, Tanner Knox got in there and, or, and got, got a blocked punt, which got us a safety. And then uh, our kickoff team, it was a little different. We pooched it a lot, kind of short kicked it a lot. We did a lot of check with the sidelines, and uh, that was by design. They run the starburst return. I think we talked about it last week. And uh, it has a lot of potential for a lot of big plays. And in the past, they, it seems like they always busted one big play, and we didn't want to give them a big play. So, so we did a lot of the pooches. We're on, you know, Tanner Knox is kicking. Uh, both both our other kickers are, you know, Grant's hurt and uh, Simmons is hurt too. So uh, they weren't playing. He was actually playing a soccer game. But anyways, uh, um, so we, we thought that was pretty effective, uh, the, the way we kicked the ball. It didn't give him any momentum or anything like that. That's the last thing we wanted to do was give him a little bit of momentum. So uh, special teams, for the most part, I thought did a really good job. Um, offensively, uh, first drive, we got stalled out. I went for it on fourth down. Probably shouldn't have, but that's kind of the, the way I've always coached. Kind of turned back to my eight years ago coaching. But, uh, um, you know, I, I, I thought we could get a first down, and we didn't. But they got a stop. They got into a front that – that they've never shown on film you know they were trying to trick us and uh um, it worked for for one series and coach Panera got on the drawing board coach Foster got on the drawing board you know we had about uh, uh probably two minutes because I think it was a three and out with our defense but uh kind of drew up this is how we're going to block this front we've practiced against it but this is what this, this is what's going on and uh, after that it was uh I, I think we we scored quite a bit so uh um, I thought Lim had a phenomenal game. Uh, Kavion Walker had a had a really good game. Had some catches. Um, I think we only passed like nine times. Uh, I think we completed six passes. And uh, Trey, I thought, ran the ball really well. Um, kept his feet a couple times where where not too many people would be able to keep their feet the way he did. And uh, our offensive line starting to come alive. Uh, they're they're starting to move fast. They're starting to get confidence. I think a lot of it is from confidence. You know they. They, uh, they, they know what to do, and they believe in themselves. They believe in the running back and the quarterback behind them, the receivers, and uh, um, they're just playing with a lot of confidence and playing really fast. So uh, for the most part, you know, uh, uh, offensively and special teams, I was, I was pretty excited and definitely excited about the defense, but I'll let Coach Wietrich talk about that. 
Yeah, I mean, I couldn't be happier with the defense's performance. Um, I thought everybody, I mean, by far, best week of practice we had. Our, you know, hats off to uh, my defensive coaches that we have on staff here. They did a great job all week, and uh, we got them really locked in. Um, Mays was an ex- they're they're an explosive offense. There's no doubt, and uh, you know they had us worried all week. We, we we prepped really hard for them, and we we definitely they had some they had some dudes that were. Um, game changers potentially and we and our defense like I said couldn't be more proud of our guys they came out they stepped up um, first play of the game you know they tried to they tried to test our secondary try to test uh, our cornerback Terry Ginyard um, with their best receiver and, and Terry stepped up and, and shut it down and from there uh, it went about as good as you could imagine as good as you could hope for on defense um, really good running back they had, and we were able to. Uh, we were able to stop the run. We kept it contained. We rallied at the ball. We pursued really well, um, and then kind of they kind of resorted to the passing game. And then once again, our guys on, on the back end did their job and, and did a really good job defending the pass. Um, couldn't be happy with the defense. Um, like I said, and a lot of that I would I would chalk up to uh, our week of preparation we had, um, the coaching we did this week as far as our my assistants and stuff like that. They did a great job of getting them ready. Um, our guys were locked in. It was it was the best week of practice they had for sure as far as knowing their opponent and knowing what they need to do. Um, we, we we installed a lot of stuff this week to get ready for them, and, and you know, a, lot, a lot of stuff we didn't even having to use um, because we were able to defend them so well. So. Um, couldn't be happier. Like I said, it's a really good offense that we faced with Mays, and it, it gives us a whole lot of confidence going forward um, here in playoffs here tonight, knowing that's how good we can be if we lock in and play the way we can. Well, first of all, coaches, uh, you know, that was labeled last week as a, as a big game, and uh, just congratulations on the win for you guys because it was a big game, and, uh, you know, the city was ready ready for it. Your, your kids were ready for it. And uh, it, it was just a, a, a good ball game. Uh, getting back to reality, I guess, if you will, it's been cold this week. You know, it, it, I think we had some snow on Wednesday, and, and uh, it just, we just had a heck of a cold snap. So how does this kind of cold weather affect your practice schedule? Well, you know, uh, usually we call it panther weather, and uh, whatever weather it is, it's good weather for us. But uh, um, Tuesday was uh, raining and, and kind of icing out a little bit, and I, I think the temperature was around 30-some degrees during practice. And uh, we had a pretty long practice on Tuesday. Uh, went out there and covered all special teams, did a lot of individual, then did a lot of team stuff. And then uh, knowing that Wednesday was gonna there was going to be a wind chill around 18, 19 degrees, which it was, um, so, you know, we, we figured our, our kids kind of earned this, you know, with the one seed playing the 16 seed, this would be a good time to just stay healthy, not, not push the kids in the elements. I mean, it, the wind was howling. Um, it was snowing out a little bit and stuff like that. So we stayed inside, um, watched film for about an hour, uh, did some walkthroughs in the gym, uh, did, did some assignment alignment stuff on defense, uh, installed some new stuff on offense and just made sure we knew the game plan. And, uh, you know, you, you could take that two different ways. The kids could just kind of figure it was a day off, just kind of relax and stuff, And uh, but they didn't. Um, our, our big thing is, you know, with the kids is see how, uh, and we I think we said it last week, how locked in our kids were on this maze game. And, uh, 
you know, we, we said, see, if you're locked in, just kind of what Coach Wietrick said, if you're locked in like this, look how special you guys can be. And uh, this week they've been locked in. It doesn't matter if we're playing the, you know, first-ranked team in the state or if, if we're playing Wichita North right now, who, who's winless. So uh, our kids did a good job. Uh, Wednesday they did a good job. Thursday we went back out outside. It was cold, but not as cold as it was on Wednesday and Tuesday. And uh, now it's game day, and I, I think our kids are ready. Coach Clark, I'd be remiss if I didn't say something. Last uh, week, we had the big game against Mays. Uh, we come back out uh, after warm-ups, and we got different uniforms on. I know we've talked about it a little bit in the past, but uh, you know they were a slick combination. Uh, talk to us about those uniforms and uh, how we decide what we're going to wear uh, week to week. Well, there's a little backstory to those black uniforms. You know, every year, I think it, I, I've been head coach for 14 years, and I think 14 years, uh, kids have been asking for black jerseys. And it's kind of been taboo here. Uh, you know, there's no way you're going to get black jerseys. But, uh, um, you know, black has kind of been incorporated in all the programs and stuff like that. And they've kind of faded yellow out a little bit. You know, our throwbacks have yellow. But, uh, um, you know, we have black pants and uh, black face masks and all that. And um, I really didn't think we'd ever get black uniforms. I didn't think they'd let us. And uh, um, my wife came home fired up one day, and she's like, it, it, it was a couple weeks after a uh, state title game last year. And she said, you guys are getting black uniforms next year. I said, there's no way we are. And she works at the high school. She's a counselor at the high school. And I said, all right, if, if, you, if you think we can get them, it's, it's, it's on you. You go. You go, uh, go talk to the people that you need to talk to. And she did. Uh, the next two weeks, she, she was in people's offices talking to them, saying, why, why not? These are kids. They want them. They want to have fun. And, uh, you know, I mean, and that's what Mr. Hamlin and Mr. Baldwin are about, you know. Uh, like, if the kids want them and, and you guys want to fundraise for them, the, the school didn't buy them. And our, our, our parents club, our kids do a ton of fundraising. They, they do a lot of stuff out in the community and, uh, they fundraised for it. They didn't know what they were fundraising for, but, uh, um, so anyways, we got the okay. We got the green light. So I didn't tell anybody. There was one coach on staff, Coach DeVore. He's kind of our equipment guy. Told him we had our parents club where it had to go through a vote through the, the, you know, the president, vice president, secretary, treasurer. They took a vote on it. And obviously Mr. Baldwin and, uh, Mr. Hamblin knew. So uh, there, there was probably 10 people that knew we had those black jerseys. Um, probably the toughest secret I had to keep, keep to myself, uh, didn't tell the coaching staff. I wanted it to be a surprise to them, too. So Coach DeVore went in during pregame. You know, we came out in our green jerseys, and they laid them all out and stuff like that. And, and I, I wasn't able to experience it, but I guess the kids went nuts. And, and then it was senior night, which even made it more special. Those seniors had no clue. They walk into the locker room. They walk into a bunch of sophomores and juniors with these black jerseys, and I guess it just became a riot. So, I mean, that's what we're looking for. We want this experience to be fun. You know, not not too many programs uh, ask their kids to wake up at 6.30 in the morning for four years straight and show up and lift before school while everybody's sleeping. Uh, not everybody puts their kids through boot camp and all the stuff that we do. And, uh, you know, our kids put in the effort, and, and we want our kids to have fun too and, and take pride in, in some of that stuff. And, and this is just, you know, those smiles on their face was, was 100% worth it as a coach just to, just to see how, how much they enjoyed it. And I'll tell you what, it fired them up. I, I thought it could go two ways. It could be a distraction or it could make them even more locked in, and they got more locked in. So uh, um, that's, that's the thing on the black jerseys. I thought they looked awesome. They looked better. I, you know, I've I seen them in the box. I didn't see them on a, on a player, and they looked really good. 
And, uh, you know, our, our kids, you know, we got our camo jersey, our throwback jersey, and our, our black jersey now. And uh, um, they, they know those, those are alternative jerseys. And, uh, um, you know, uh, it's, it's just something fun to do. And the kids enjoy it. I think the community enjoys it. it the school's not spending a dime for all those smiles. So, uh, you know what, it, it's definitely worth it. Coach Wietrich, uh, I guess I noticed this more when we're on defense than I do on offense, but there's a lot of situational substitutions going on when we're on defense. Who takes care of that on the sideline? Is that you or is that another coach that handles that? Well, I mean, each one of the coaches on defense is going to be kind of responsible for, you know, let's say, for example, you know, a guy's hurt or banged up or something like that. You know, I trust my guys to, to know who the next one is based on who's hurt or or if we need a substitution, if someone's making making mistakes that need to be corrected, you know, I trust I trust those guys to make their decisions. You know, if it's a, you know, with uh, last week against Mays, you know, based on scenarios on the field, you know, a personnel switch as far as, you know, what package we're in on defense, whether we're in our regular for, regular personnel, if we went into our, into we call it our cyclone personnel, which is basically we bring in a third safety. So we're, we're taking out a, <clears throat> we're taking out a, taking out a backer and bringing in a safety. So we had five DBs, so nickel or whatever. And uh, that was on me. But like any other personnel changes as far as mistakes goes and stuff like that, that's going to be based. Uh, we'll be on the headsets. We're talking. And uh, we, we talk about it. It makes it pretty quick. But the personnel stuff was me. And that's and with Mays, it was uh, because they were, they were such a danger to threat in the passing game. They had so many good receivers and weapons in the perimeter and a quarterback that can deliver the ball. Um, we felt that uh, if we get in a situation where we kind of know it's pass, we still want to be, be able to bring some pressure. Uh, but we wanted to make sure we were safe in the back end and stuff like that. And if we had to double cover somebody or bracket cover somebody, we could. And that was uh, that was a decision we made. And we have we have three really good three really good safeties that are playing really well right now. We got uh, Amari uh, Ramirez that uh, him and Liddell are kind of splitting reps at the strong safety position, but it also allows when we go three safeties, all both both Amari and Liddell are on the field. Um, and and it's it just nice. It increases our team speed on defense. Our pursuit increases, and our coverage ability increases a lot. And then we have uh, Tyler, uh, Tanner Knox playing uh, free safety, and he's he is playing really good football right now. He brings a different level of physicality. Uh, he runs alleys really well. Very physical. Uh, made some big hits. Um, he's pretty pretty fun kid to watch. I imagine. Um, so we got some really good players right now in the secondary that, that are really flying the ball. And that, that package we bring them on the field, it, it increases our, our team speed. It increases us flying the ball, and that's why you're seeing some of those changes. Well, guys, as we said, this is uh, week one of the state playoffs. Uh, we're fortunate to have drawn a number one seed. We're home tonight. Uh, Coach Clark, we play Wichita North. Uh, talk to us about uh, what we got to do to succeed against them. We'll let uh, Coach Wietrich talk a little bit about what his defense is going to have to do. You know, what, uh, what I'd like to see at all, all three phases, speaking for defense, too, is our kids to be locked in. You know, we, we sat there Monday with the varsity guys by our uh, JV and freshman at games, and uh, we, we set goals. We set goals for the game, and obviously you got to work towards those goals. Those goals are usually met Monday through Thursday, and then you got to execute on Friday. So uh, our, our kids set some lofty goals, and uh, um, they believe in themselves. The, the goals they set showed us that they're, they're, they're confident in their teammates, you know, you can't just have one good guy on both sides of the the ball and get those goals. It has to be all eleven guys. So uh, um, our, our our thing for us this week and, and 
you know, special teams is do our thing. Uh, one guy gets out of a lane on kickoff. You know, they they've got athletes that can return it, and and they're they're pretty talented and and fast and physical. So uh, we got to stay in our lanes and, on kickoff, and and just we we've got this saying at Derby is uh, DBD. Don't beat Derby. Uh, don't do anything that's going to beat ourselves. The only the only team we we tell our team the only team that can beat us is ourselves. So that's making mistakes, doing stuff, trying to do somebody else's job, uh, taking a playoff. You know that's a, a DBD. Don't beat Derby. So uh, um, as long as we do what we're supposed to do on special teams, I I, I think our kids are going to perform at a high level. Uh, offensively, their defense is a three-four, kind of like what we've been seeing all year. So it was a. Uh, Kind of like Groundhog Day this week, but just getting better at it. Just just getting better at being able to protect and, and block a, a 3-4 defense. And uh, they've got some skill guys. They've got a couple good defensive linemen. They do have a different couple different looks. They go up with a, you know, if we have a couple tight ends in the game, they're, they're, they're going to have five guys with their hand on the line. You know, they're, they're going to show us a 5-2, which is a, a different look that we've ever seen. So we our, our kids did game plan, and they, they treated this week like a um, – like it could be their last game of the year, which it could be, you know. So uh, that's the kind of the locked-in style that we want our kids to be, and they did a good job this week, and I was proud of them. And, uh, um, you know, we, we got to go in with that mentality, not take a playoff, stay locked in, treat this like this could be our last play of, of the year. And uh, I, I thought our kids practiced that way. Um, North offensively, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like so we had two weeks in a row there, a couple weeks back where we took on the flex bone. Um, North runs kind of a variation of the single wing. So, I, I, you know, talking to the guys, you know, we're going through like the history of football and all that. So the guys are getting a little bit of a history lesson as we're going through some defense this year. And, um, in fact, there was a Peyton's Place. You know, Peyton Manning has that show on ESPN. He's doing Peyton's Place. And he was – they actually was – Peyton Manning was talking about like the death of the fullback and, and how it originated and all that stuff. And Peyton was talking about – some of the early original, you know, Super Bowls, and they were actually covering kind of a variation of the single wing. So I was telling the guys, like, hey, you know, this is a – I know we haven't seen it for a long time. You know, it, it's nothing that we, it, we've we seen or we've ran um, for a while, but this is a very potent offense, and it's kind of like the flex bone. It's, it's a system that you have to defeat. You know, it, it's not um, – it's not so much about like you know matchups and personnel and all that sort of thing. Um, it's not it's not modern football. It is old school smash mouth physical football where they are just simply looking at a formation and trying to get, trying to outnumber you on one side and, and trying to really defeat you at the point of attack. So um, talking to our guys about that, you know, and, and talking kind of the history about it, you know, they kind of enjoy hearing the history of the game a little bit. And uh, but it is a it's an offense seriously where. Uh, if we don't line up right and if we don't read our keys right, we're quickly outnumbered. Um, and they do a pretty good job of, you know, they pin and pull all the old linemen they can and they get numbers to one side. And if we don't get bodies flowing in there and if we're not physical, uh, it could be a challenge for us. So, uh, definitely a whole different ball game that we saw last week against Mays. I mean, North tonight is going to line up and they're, they're going to be foot to foot splits and it's going to be just smash mouth football. So, uh, our guys know that and, and, uh, We'll see how they respond. I think they're ready to go. Well, Coach, first week of playoffs, it doesn't seem like it's here, but this is the ninth week of the season. How's our team health? You know, I think we're doing all right. Uh, obviously, we got our two kickers out still. Um, you know, Simmons, I think, is going to try to kick. Uh, um, he's played two soccer games this week on, on a kind of a minor 
small torn hamstring, so we'll see if he can kick. If not, we'll we'll let Knox kick again, who's who's been doing a great job uh, defensively. You know, it's getting towards the end of the season. Our our kids are getting a little banged up. Like I said, we didn't practice Wednesday, which is good. Just not take those those hits. Uh, um, I think defensively we're doing all right. Not not too many guys out. We got a couple twos backups that that are out still. And uh, offensively, uh, you know, Grant's still out. He's he's been doing everything in his power to to get that ankle back. And uh, you know, he's making strides, but it's a high ankle sprain, and and that's that's kind of what it just takes time. Time times what's what's going to heal it. Uh, Kevin Washington has uh, is I think going to be out this game. He's probably you know he's probably going to want to come out there out of the locker room and want to play, but. Uh, um, he, he's got a, a couple injuries that, that are nagging right now, and uh, I don't think it would be safe to play him. And then uh, David Sims, an, another starter, is still out with an ankle injury. And, uh, you know, Larson's back with his knee, and uh, obviously Kavion Walker's getting getting better with his ankle. He had a big game last week. So uh, uh, for the most part, you know, uh, same guys as last week, maybe, you know, with Kevin being being a new starter out. But, uh, um, you know, we, we want to stay healthy, and, and we've got to stay healthy if we want to continue you uh, in the playoffs so uh, hope, hopefully tonight we don't have too many injuries but uh, you know we've got some backups that have had some great weeks of practice so we're pretty excited guys as always we appreciate you to pesky nice. weeds tender care offers lawn services like we control along with lawn maintenance they offer landscaping irrigation swimming pools patios cook centers and more find them on the web at tendercarelandscape.com or you can reach them at 788-5416 tender care located at 218 south water street in derby a proud sponsor of a live 105 in derby panther football well, good evening, Panther fans. Uh, this is Doyle Phillips, and tonight, along with Kevin Payne, we'll be bringing you all the action of the first round of the 6A uh, state playoffs. Uh, your Derby Panthers are 8-0. They'll be taking on the number 16 seed on the western bracket, uh, Wichita North, who is 0-8. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's a good night for football. Uh, we're probably uh, about seven and a half minutes away from the start of the ball game, but... Uh, you know, it, it hopefully it'll be a good ball game tonight. Well, Doyle, it's week one of the state uh, playoffs. We're we're fortunate to be home in Derby tonight, uh, so we expect a good ball game. Temperatures forty nine degrees, wind north northwest about nine miles per hour. So really a pretty good night for the kids anyway playing. I think some of the fans are wrapped up pretty tight here, but uh, should be a, a good uh, ball game for the kids to be in. Coach Scott Mosier comes in in his third year at Wichita North with a two and twenty four record. Doyle, he's got uh, seven returners on this team, three on offense and four on defense. Yeah, it, it's it's a pretty tough, uh, pretty tough, tough season for uh, Coach Moser this year. But uh, you know he, you know these kids, these kids, they they like him and they try for him. Well, last week they lost to uh, May South, fifty-six to fourteen in that ball game. North had one hundred eighty-two total. Excuse me, one hundred sixty-two total yards of offense, eighty-six on the ground and seventy-six in the air. But they allowed May South 399, 198 of that on the ground, and 201 in the air. So, you know, this is a North team that's uh, pretty inexperienced. They're going to come into tonight's ball game with an 0-8 record. Uh, as we said, they've got three returning starters on offense. Uh, they're going to run an unbalanced single wing. So you just don't see a whole lot of that in 6A football, Noel. No, we uh, last time we saw a single wing was we ran it. And uh, that was back a few years ago. And uh, you're right; you, that's just an offense you just don't see at this level. Uh, because, and, and I assume it's because number one, 
it's got to be flawlessly executed, and the speed at 6A is is tremendous. Well, and you're right. I mean, it sometimes works in the lower classifications. We'll see how North uh, fares with that tonight. This is an offense that's just averaging 18 points per game through those first eight games. Uh, they're quarterbacked by Joe Williams, a 5'9", 175-pound senior, and Angel Martinez, a 6'3", 175-pounder. Joel Angel's going to go uh, – you're going to see him on offense, defense, but you'll see him also lined up out as a receiver. And absolutely, he's kind of he's kind of, from what I can gather, just reading about Wichita North, he's kind of Wichita North's read list, and he plays both sides of the ball, and and uh, uh, he plays several positions. Starting running backs will be Jakeen Stewart at five eight one fifty five, Joe Williams five nine one seventy five, Ricardo Garza six foot one sixty five, and Owen West at five eight one ninety five. Get in the uh, as receivers. We will see Angel Martinez, the 6'3", 175 pounder, as a receiver and quarterback at times, and Cody DeLeon at six two two ten. Yeah, he'll be the tight end, and uh, you know they don't pass much. There's no doubt about it. Offensively, they they like to run the football. Well, you know we keep talking about these offensive line that we faced. Garden City was probably the biggest offensive line we, we've seen in week one. These guys are uh, pretty big uh, up front. Ben Schroeder, 6'3", 305. Trey Mitchell, 6'2", 265. Connor Chamberlain at 5'9", 215. Ben Schroeder, 6'1", 280. And Christian Dodd at 5'11", 200. So they're uh, you know pretty good size O-line. Yeah, they are. Very, very good size young men. This defense returned six starters from last year. Well, here's the key. They've given up 51 points per game uh, through these eight ball games. Yeah, that that's a ton of points to give up week in and week out. And uh, uh, but you know that's just that's statistics. That's the way it is. Seems like every week we say it, but uh, they run a three-four defense. Uh, Going to bounce into some other sets. But keep in mind, this is a Wichita North team that I think only has 43 players over on the sideline. Yeah, they, they've they uh, got a pretty small roster, and, uh, again, that's uh, one of the hazards that, that you have in the city. You know, and Coach uh, Clark, we talked about their defense at North, and he says, you know, yeah, and they've got six starters, but not real big. None of the guys on the on the defensive line, they're all going right around 215, 220. Uh, linebackers, same story, you know, 5'11", 235, and then from there it kind of goes downhill. Uh, so Wichita North is going to have their hands full with this Derby team tonight. Oh, there, there's no doubt they will. And, uh, you know, it, they've got it, – it's a young team. So when, if you want to go on out to next year, that should bode well for these guys for next year because they're very young. Well, you, you would certainly hope so. Just looking at the sheer numbers, when you look down Derby, Derby's in their white pants, green uniform, uh, shirts, and white helmets tonight. And, I mean, we stretch really sideline to sideline out there, and you look over at north, and it's a very small group. Yes, it is it is a very small group, but, uh, you know, uh, we'd like to think they're going to give everything they got tonight in this ballgame. We're two and a half minutes away from the start of tonight's ballgame. We're going to give you the starting lineups as we have them. First on offense, uh, the offensive line, senior Alex Kahn, 6'6", 280. Sophomore Jonas Vickers, 6'1", 285. Senior Kevin Washington, 5'11", 300. Senior Philip Eisenhower, 6'4", 280. And sophomore Alex Key, 6'1", 225. The tight end is senior Jacob Karsak, 6'2", 205. Uh, one wide receiver is Reed Liston, junior, 6'1", 180. Aaron Larson, 5'11", 170, is senior. And senior Kavion Walker at 6'3", 220. 
Running back, senior Trey Washington, 5'10", 195, and your court, starting quarterback is junior Lim Wash at 5'9", 185. On the defensive side of the ball, first the defensive lineman, senior Daniel Archer, 6'2", 230. Senior Tyler Dorsey, 6'2", 245. Senior Seth Smith, 5'11", 195. Your linebackers are junior Luke Stewart, 5'11", 190. Senior Jarrett Knoll, 6'1", 180. Junior Jack Heilman, 5'9", 185. And junior Colson Searing at 6'1", 200. Your cornerbacks are senior Terry Ginyard, 5'9", 155. And senior Brecken Couser, 5'10", 170. Safeties. Junior Tanner Knox, 5'11", 175, and senior Liddell Clemens at 6'1", 180. Also seeing a lot of action on the defensive side is Amari Ramirez, Trayvon Morrison, and Tyler Allen. They'll be seeing lots of action tonight for the Panthers. As we said, Doyle, it's a, a nice night for football out here, 49 degrees. Winds out of the north-northwest at 9 miles per hour. First week of uh, state high school playoffs, so... We uh, should be jacked up for this ball game. Looks like Derby uh, lost the toss. North won the toss. I believe they're going to defend the south end zone, so they'll be kicking to Derby, uh, defending the north end zone. With, like you said, just a little bit of a wind out of the north northwest. Well, I, you know, I I thought maybe it'd be a little bit cold tonight, but I, I seen my barometer uh, down there, and he was still wearing shorts and a sweatshirt. So. Uh, as long as he's in shorts and a sweatshirt, the temperature's usually above 30 degrees. So uh, that that's my barometer for the weather. And uh, uh, it's, it's going to be a good night. The kids are going to enjoy this because it's not too cold. And, uh, you know, the wind's not blowing too hard. So, you know, the kids will work up a sweat. They'll get started, and, and they'll be fine. As we said, North uh, did win the toss. They've elected to receive the football. So we'll get to see this North, uh, North High offense right off the bat. Back deep for North is, uh, it looks like it's Joe Williams along with Joaquin Stewart, or Jaquan, excuse me, Jaquan Stewart. And kicking off for the Panthers uh, is, uh, looks like it's going to be Simmons again for the Panthers. Scott Simmons, he's he's missed a couple of games, uh, but he's back kicking off for the Panthers tonight. It's going to be an end-over-end kick coming down at about the 15-yard line. He returns it out past the 30. Well, North starts off the ball game with pretty good field position here. Now, you know, in Derby, usually pins guys back inside the 20, but North has good field position here to start tonight's ball game. Joe Williams on the return. They're going to have it on their own 33-yard line, so that is excellent field position to start the ball game. Like you said, uh, the Panthers usually hold these guys inside the 25 or or closer, and uh, they've made a good return. Straight ahead, Joe Williams, he's going to pick up, oh, probably three yards on first down. Well, that was just a direct snap to Williams. He took off. There was no question what he was going to do with the football. Picks up uh, about three. And one of their players uh, looks like – Jaquan Stewart, he came off the field kind of hurt on that first play, so that might be a blow for North. Second and seven from the 36. Again, just a straight snap. Back to the tailback. Again, it was Joe Williams. He picks up another three. It's going to be probably uh, third down and about four. 
Well, Derby did a good job of stringing the play out. They never let Williams get around the corner. Finally tackled by Tanner Knox uh, after a short game. So far, Norse done nothing fancy. I mean, they've been direct snaps back and just uh, run the football. Again, third and four and a half, probably. Again, Joe Williams. He gets out past the 40 to about the 41, but it's going to be fourth and about two. Yeah, you got to assume this is a punting situation for North. We will see. We haven't seen a punt team come on. We've we've seen one gentleman come on for North. You know, Doyle, you're 0-8. I guess you can gamble if you want to. Going to be fourth and about, um, about a yard and a half, really. Panthers just jumped offside. They're going to give Wichita North a first down on the penalty. You know, and I was just getting ready to say what we don't want to do is get a silly penalty and jump offsides in this situation, and we did just that. So we gave North a, a golden opportunity here. So it's going to be a first down, going to move the ball out to the 46. No score, just the first possession of the ball game, 10-10 to go in the first quarter. North has it. First and 10 from their own 46-yard line. Again, Joe Williams, he's getting to the out. Now he throws the football just out of the reach of the intended receiver. Well, he threw the ball. It was just kind of a it looked like a run-pass option play, and Clemens had good coverage on the receiver, so not sure what Williams saw when he let go of that one. The intended receiver was Garza. Williams looks like a pretty decent athlete. Second and 10. No score. Again, Williams gets hit right at the line of scrimmage, and he's not going to go anywhere after that. So it's going to be third and long for for the Redskins. Well, as we said, uh, North runs a single wing, something the Panthers don't see very often. So, you know, you fill each other out that first series sometimes. As we saw last week against Mays, I mean, you just kind of fill each other out. Derby will figure this one uh, quickly. Again, third down and 10, 9.30 left, no score. First possession of the ball game for either team. And now we've got a bit of a timeout, a timeout north. And, you know, maybe it's a good time for that for those guys. You know, they've got a first down, they're, they're – Outside their own 45-yard line, this might be a pretty good time for a timeout. Oh, if you're Coach Mosier, as I said, you come into a derby and it's a hostile environment. you got a 6A state championship team from last year. You can pull out all the stops tonight if you want to. You tell the kids, hey, we have nothing to lose here, everything to gain. So let's come out here and let it all hang and – Early on in the ballgame, they draw a first down, and now they've got a timeout uh, with pretty good field position. Well, while we got a timeout, uh, we'll just give you some results uh, from uh, AVCTL Division One from last week. Derby beat Mays 55-7, Salina South 47, Newton 24, Campus 38, Hutchinson 31, and Salina Central 35, Hayes 3. So those were scores in the AVCTL from last week. Third and long. Back to pass. 
got a had a guy open really in the middle of the zone. I don't think it would have been enough for a first down, but it's incomplete. It's now fourth and long. You know, Doyle, they have Williams listed five nine one seventy. Sure looks taller than five nine, but this kid's uh, he's the athlete. There's not a question about that. I mean, he's the he's the guy throwing the football, and uh, that time he kind of gunslinged it. I mean, you know where you threw the ball from. But uh, I'm with you. The couple passes we've seen, I haven't really seen a receiver open. It's going to be fourth down, and they're not showing a punt formation at all, which Don North in, but this may be one of those quick kicks. And it's a little shovel pass. Going to be short of the first down, but it's going to pick up seven or eight yards on fourth down. And I think Derby was a little bit fooled by it because I think they thought Williams was going to run the football. As you said, he shovel passed it forward, and uh, they pick up pretty good yardage, but not enough for the first. They picked up eight on fourth down, but it's not enough for a first down, so the Panthers are going to come out first and ten from their own, looks like, 47-yard line. Well, Doyle, you notice not a lot of kids come off the field, so we've got a lot of two-way starters for North. Wash is in the backfield along with Washington. He goes straight up the middle. Does Washington going to be? They're going. They might give him progress out for enough for a first down. We'll wait and see. And it looked like he moved it just enough to get the sticks to move. So uh, first down on the first play for the Panthers. No score. Wash. Now we've got a penalty marker. I'm going to guess it'll be against the Panthers. False start on the Panthers. So that's going to run a five-yard penalty. It's going to make it first and 15. 8.35 to go in the first quarter. No score. First possession for the Panthers. They have the ball now on the north 48-yard line, first and 15. Well, that last carry gave uh, Trey Washington over the 1,000 yards on the season. And they give it to Washington again. He makes a couple guys miss. 40, 35, 30. He's going to score. Trey Washington. Well, Trey Washington made a couple guys miss and then just cut it back inside, and there was a huge opening. Trey fast enough just to outrun the uh, North defenders. So Panthers go up on the board on their third touch of the evening. And, and you know, you mentioned that uh, Trey Washington went over 1,000 yards. Got to remember He's only played maybe half the games, you know, Absolutely. because, you know, the kids have, have been watching most of the second halves most of the year. So a great accomplishment by Trey Washington. Simmons in for the extra point. Good snap, good hold. And the kick is good. So with 8.13 left, Panthers jump out in front. 7-0. Uh, Trey's uh, last touchdown gives him 16 touchdowns on the season. So, you know, pretty good accomplishment for uh, Trey. I think he hit just short of the 2,000-yard mark last year. So Trey's one of those guys that's uh, going to go down in uh, Derby football uh, history as one of our great running backs. He sure is. Well, we got a minute. Tonight's broadcast of Derby Panther football on Live 105, KDKQ, 105.9 FM is sponsored in part by these great local businesses. Tender Care Lawn and Landscape, Confederated Builders, Derby Junior Football, the Derby Informer, Biddles Automotive, Will Height Auto Service, MJB Heating and Cooling, the Radio Shack of Derby, Express Water and Hardscapes, and Pizza John's. 
The next time you visit one of these Panther football sponsors, let them know you heard their ad on a live 105 during the Panther football broadcast. Well, as I said, right uh, when, when the plays switched and defense came out for north, you just didn't see many guys leave the field. Tells you a lot of these guys going both ways. I'm sure that's part of the history of, the, of them, that it's going to be a long night as these guys get tired. Back deep, Joe Williams and Jaquan Stewart. Nice high end over end, going to drive him back, and it's going to go into the end zone. It hit at about the five and went straight into the end zone, so North will have it first and ten from their own 20. Now, Williams probably did the right thing there. The ball was over his head, and he just watched it go into the end zone. If you start retreating on one against a team like the Panthers that get down the field that quick, probably not going to turn out well. First and ten. For Wichita North, they trail 7-0 with 8-13 to go in the first quarter. Panthers scored on a couple plays, maybe three plays uh, with their possession, and now North has it for the second time tonight. Back to pass. That was Garza. It was out intended for Dominic Simmons. Coverage there by Terry Ginyard. Ginyard had good coverage on him again. Looks like Williams is just throwing the ball up to a spot and hoping one of the receivers will be there. Well, I said Garza. It wasn't Garza. It was uh, Angel Martinez is the one that threw the football that time. He's in the backfield now along with Joe Williams. Second and ten. Panthers lead 7-0. And again, back to pass. Low into double coverage, so it's incomplete. Well, he had a lot of pressure on him, too. The Panther defense is putting pressure on him, and that ball was down low. And as you said, double, if not triple coverage. So it'll be third down and long for Wichita North. It's what we saw last week against May South. North threw the ball about as much as they ran. Well, they've thrown it. I think four times tonight, and uh, again an RPO didn't. Balls on the ground. Balls on the ground. Panthers pick it up, and they put it on the ground, and then they score. Wow! Ball went down pretty quickly. Panthers picked it up. I'm trying to pick up the number. I think that possibly Luke Stewart. Well, no, the Panthers picked it up. Uh, It might have been. Colson Searing that picked it up, then he lost it. And I, I couldn't make out who picked it up in the end zone, but nevertheless, it's uh, touchdown Panthers. Brecken Coozer's the one that picked up the ball. We had to wait uh, to hear the announcer, and they were all over there trying to figure out, too. There was so many Panthers in the vicinity, but Brecken Coozer picks up the ball and scores on the fumble. Extra point by Simmons. A little bit of a high snap, but it got put down very quickly by the holder, Larson, and the extra point is good. So 7.57 left to go here in the first quarter. Panthers extend their lead 14-0. Well, the Panthers put so much pressure on the quarterback. At that time, we stripped the ball loose, and there were literally four or five Panthers in the same vicinity as he scooped up the football, so it was hard to tell who who uh, scored. But uh, just like that, Panthers have a 14-0 lead. 7.57 to go. Panthers score very quickly. That was about a 
oh, I'm going to say a minute or so off the clock between the time they kicked off to Wichita North and the time they scored again. So, uh, uh, you know, this, this Panther defense is showing a whole lot of speed and quickness tonight. Now it seems like uh, Simmons is already kicking off for the third time tonight. You said there's 7:57 remaining here in the first. Panthers lead 14-0. And again, you look over over at the stands on the other side. Uh, there might be 25 people or or so on on the north side of the field, but uh, yeah, it's hard to stay motivated when you got an 0 and 8 team. But. Back deep is again Williams, Joe Williams, and Stewart. And the ball's going to go out of bounds. So Wichita North will get it on their 35 to start this possession with uh, 7.57 left. No time off the clock. As we said, it's going to be a long night for Wichita North. You know, when you when you got so many players going both ways, all of a sudden you're down in a very hostile environment to a derby team. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a pretty tall hill to climb. Yeah, and, you know, you come down here and there's there's a pretty good crowd. And, you know, we got a huge band out in the end zone. And, you know, it could be a little bit intimidating sometimes. Well, it's intimidating when you got 43 or 4 kids over on the sideline in North and said you look over and all you see is a bunch of green jerseys. First and 10 from the 35. Again, Williams, he gets knocked down after about a yard, maybe two loss on the play. Now, Tyler Dorsey was in the backfield pretty quickly. As we said, so far, we've got a lot of green jerseys uh, penetrating this uh, North High Redskins uh, offense. I see the Panthers have, have uh, gone to a four-man front, it looks like. But, you know, it's going to be a run game, so they're going to kind of play the run. On a reverse, lost probably three, maybe four yards. Panthers stayed at home and stuffed that reverse. As you said, to run this offense, you've got to have a bunch of tremendous athletes. Timing's got to be perfect. You could see that reverse set up from, you know, a mile away, and Panthers weren't fooled at it all. They've uh, now got third and uh, about 16, so first two plays haven't fared well. Third down, 16. Panthers lead 14-0 with 6.50 left in the first quarter. Straight snap back to Joe Williams. He's, he shows some pretty good speed. And he gets run out of bounds after maybe a two, maybe a three-yard gain. So it's going to be fourth down and long, and it looks like Wichita North's going to bring in a punt team this time. Yeah, yeah, you'd have to figure where they're at now. They'd finally bring in the punt team, and you got fourth and 14. Uh, I just don't think Coach, Coach Mosier is going to, would even attempt to go for a, a first down there. Back deep for the Panthers is Ginyard on the far side, and it looks like Washington here on the near side. So that's a that's a dynamic duel that's very very capable of scoring on every every time they touch. Locked, locked. Panthers are gonna score again. Picked up and scored on the blocked punt. Case and Lindsay. Case and Lindsay on the block. Wow, you just saw the block coming, and again there was five or six green jerseys. Lindsay's able to scoop the ball up and take it into the end zone. 
it was a good good effort by the Panthers special teams and uh, Panthers have now taken a 20 to nothing lead so it's uh it could yeah this this could be a long night here now good for Casey Lindsay I'm glad to see I know he was a little banged up at the first season but to be able to pick that ball up and take it in uh, really untouched is a nice thing. And the extra point is good. I believe that uh, that makes Simmons about 45 out of about 47 extra points this year. So he's having a real good year. Panthers extend their lead to 21-0 with 5.57 left in the first quarter. Now, fortunately for Simmons and uh, Knox, too, those guys have had a lot of practice kick and extra points. Well, and, and again, like like you said, uh, uh, congrats to 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 uh, Case and Lindsey. Uh, like you said, he's been kind of nursing an injury most of the year, and now it looks like he's a hundred percent. A good time to be a hundred percent. And that was just a a good heads up play on his part to kick pick the ball up and head into the end zone. How about out of your twenty one points? 14 of them now have been uh, off, a, off of a stripped football that uh, Cooser takes in, and then Lindsey, they block a punt, and Lindsey takes it in. Yeah, that, that ain't, that's not much offense, but, uh, you know, we'll take those points as they come up. So Panthers now lead 21-0. And, uh, well, looks, I, think, I think the Panther offense has only been on the field for three plays. Yes, One of them was a penalty. That's exactly <laughs> right. Kicking off is Simmons as he approaches and it's a low squibber and it just gets into out of bounds and it's going to be at the 35 yard line i i kind of wonder if they're trying to kick something and it's just taking a bad bounce for him yeah unfortunately it uh it just headed towards the derby sideline gets out of bounds so uh panthers again give north pretty good field position going to be first to 10 from the 35 yard line of North. You know, the first couple plays, North had some luck. Williams running the football. And, and uh, since then, as I said, it doesn't take a ton of time to figure out the single wing. And uh, that last drive uh, didn't fare well at all for North. It's going to be first and 10. And it looks like Joe Williams straight, straight back to Joaquin Stewart. He gets back to the line of scrimmage, and that's about it. Panthers lead 21 nothing, 5.40 left in the first quarter. Yeah, not much running room against a very aggressive Panther defense. As you said, Panthers have been in four-man front several times tonight. Looks like uh, in the backfield, Joe Williams and Stewart. They give it this time to Williams. He kind of acts like he wants to pass and just kind of threw it over the head of, of the receiver, Garza. So it's going to be incomplete, third and ten. Well, that time he had Searing breathing down his neck. And he just had to get rid of the ball, and, and really it was five yards away from the receiver. It's going to be third and long. Panther defense is uh, kind of staying right there at the 35-yard line. Yeah, well, like I said, after the first series, North just hadn't been able to amount any kind of plus yardage. No, they've they've not done much positive. Possibility. 
direct snap. Out in the flat, covered out there by uh, Searing, but the pass is incomplete. It's going to be fourth down. Again, Panthers are in the backfield so quickly that uh, Williams doesn't have much to do but just chuck the ball out. Had he made the completion, Searing was uh, right on the spot. They wouldn't have picked up any yardage. With Martinez throwing the football. And again, uh, they've, they've thrown the football more probably this game than they have in several games combined. Fourth and 10 from the 35. Picked up by Ginyard at the Panther 45. Makes a couple guys miss. In the North Territory, 30. He's going to score. Touchdown, Panthers. Well, there's no question once Terry Ginyard makes a couple of guys miss and he sees open field, he's going to sail on you. Terry Ginyard, one of the fastest Panthers. Just another nice uh, special teams play by Derby. And just like that, Wichita North finds itself now down 27 to nothing. We still have half of the first quarter left, basically. Yeah, 5-12 left. Panthers lead 27-0 with the extra point to follow. And, and uh, the offense has scored one touchdown. Special teams have scored the other three, I believe. We've had a blocked punt, a punt return for a touchdown, and a fumble. And the extra point is good. So with 5-12 left, it's now 28-0. Well, that punt, you go back to it, it was it was not a good punt. It was kind of off the side of his foot, and it's rolling around. And, you know, you wonder, is Ginyard going to pick it up? And, you know, he sure did. And then uh, said he made a couple guys miss on uh, on a couple of nice moves, and then it was just smooth sailing from there. Yeah, Ginyard picked it up on about the Panther 42 or 43, and by the time he made it to the 45-yard line of Wichita North, he'd broken out into the clear and, and like you said, Ginyard might be the fastest guy on the team, and he just ran away from everybody. So it was a good good job by Terry Ginyard, running with his head up, looking for the uh, lanes, and uh, nice touchdown, nice nice uh, return. Now, Ginyard's one of those fun athletes. He gets out in the open, and he's fun to watch. He's got nice moves. He's, uh, he's just smooth. Kicking off again is Simmons. Back deep is... Uh, Williams and Barnes for Wichita North. They're standing at about the eight-yard line. Simmons is kicking. This is just a little bit of a pooch kick. Caught at about the 25-yard line and looks like he his D hit, so that's where North's going to have it at the 24, first to 10. I was going to bet you that Simmons wasn't going to kick that one out of bounds. I see Coach Clark out there talking to him. I'm not sure that was the design where it was going, but you know, you look at Simmons, he's probably going, ah, coach, man, I'm not kicking another one of those out of bounds. It's going to be first and 10 from the 24. Panthers lead 28-0. We've got 5.09 left in the first quarter. It's been all Panthers from the start of this ball game. And on a keeper, direct snap, if you will. And it looks like Panthers are going to stuff that. That was Joe Williams on the carry. One thing, I don't know if you've noticed, just it's like Derby's just in a different speed. I mean, you know, that uh, North just is moving so slow. Panthers have uh, guys all over. Going to be second and ten, no gain. 
Williams Williams acts like you know he he acts like he's got some pretty good speed, but he hasn't been able to find a crease or a, anything to run through. Now Panthers are packing the box on him, and on a reverse, they give it to Garza, and he's going to be stuffed for about a three four yard loss. It's going to be third down and long for Wichita North. Like Jared Knoll and uh, Luke Stewart were back immediately. It didn't fool them at all. And, once again, Norse just moving backwards. They're not uh, getting anything positive out of this offense right now. Third and 14. Panther defense is just, they've just been awesome so far. You can't play any better than they're playing. And if you're North, it's easy to get the Dobbers down quickly. Again, just Williams on a keeper. He just runs out of bounds after he loses probably a yard or two, so it's going to be, right, going to be he fourth was, down. He was very lucky he didn't get hit in the backfield by uh, by Dorsey, and he's finally run out of bounds by Clemens. But you know, once he got outside, I think he looked downfield, and he saw nothing but a wave of green and probably did the right thing, just bound out of bounds. So, again, this is uh, the putter is uh, – Garza, he's standing on about his own four-yard line. Keep in mind, Panthers put a lot of pressure on him. And they got a piece of that one, and it's going to go out of bounds at about the 24-yard line. Now, Panthers had three or four guys in the backfield immediately again. Looked like, uh, once again, Case and Lindsey was back there and Jace Jenkins. Well, it's going to be first and ten Panthers on the – Redskin 24. Well, this is, this is, again, just the first, the second time the Panther offense has been on the field. It's going to be, yeah, 24-yard line. Panthers have it first and 10. They lead 28-0, 3.36 to go in the first quarter. <clears throat> Back to pass goes Lim Wash. Got a man in the end zone. It's picked off. He's going to get all the way out to about the thirty, about the thirty-seven yard line. There was a late flag on the play. And you got to assume that's going to be on the Panthers. And, you know, not a great pass. I mean, not a good decision that time by Lim Wash. He just kind of let go of it into the end zone. I think he was looking out there for KV on Walker, but uh, pretty easy pick for Wichita North. It's going to be first first down and ten yards to go. I I thought there was a. Horse collar against the Panthers. That's a that's a 15 yard penalty tacked on to that interception. That'll that'll get it inside the Panther territory at about the 40 looks like 46 yard line after the mark off. So North is going to have great field position, trailing 28 nothing with 3:19 to go in the first quarter. This is definitely four-down territory for Wichita North if if it comes to that. First and ten. And straight ahead for very little gain, if any, on the play. And he was tackled by a host of Panthers getting up off the bottom. Once again, Tyler Dorsey. Well, we say it every week. Tyler Dorsey's a man-child. Isaiah Jackson 
was the ball carrier for North. He did lose two yards on first down, so it's going to be second 12. 250 left. Panthers lead 28-0. They've had one offensive touchdown and three special teams touchdowns. It's 28-0. Panthers nearly jumped offside that time. They were able to get back. Again, Joe Williams, he gets back maybe to the line of scrimmage before just a a horde of Panthers bring him down. Yeah, it's hard to even tell who's making the tackle. There's so many green jerseys in the backfield. Well, once again tonight, a lot of online listeners. St. Paul, Minnesota, Denver, Colorado, Augusta, Georgia, Farmington, Connecticut, Central City, Colorado, and Plano, Texas. Love having those uh, Panther listeners all over uh, the country and as we like to say, once a Panther, always a Panther. You betcha. Third down and 13 for Wichita North. Clock's moving a minute 50 to go in the first quarter. Again, Panthers lead big 28-0. Back to pass goes Williams. Just kind of threw it up into double coverage and, uh, Panthers did a great job on the coverage. It falls incomplete. Now, Kuzer knocks both back here, and once again, it's like I said, he's just trying to get rid of the football, maybe trying to find a spot. Unfortunately, again, uh, that ball wasn't anywhere near a receiver. It's going to be fourth down and 14. Clock stopped with the the incompletion. Again, Panthers lead in this one 28-0. And we're just in the first quarter. Yeah, you got to figure what Coach Mosier's going to go for it here. Has no choice, really. Again, it's Joe Williams. He gets to the outside, and then too many Panthers. He picked up maybe maybe a yard on fourth down. Yeah, and you're you know he he just bounced it. He tried to get to the edge, and he couldn't get there. And he bounced it again. And man, I, I Derby's just doing a great job of uh, pursuit it pursuit tonight it's going to be first and 10 panthers on their own 49 with a minute 33 to go they lead 28-0 again this is their third offensive possession in the first quarter wash and washington in the backfield they give it to washington finds a big crease still on his feet 30 25 20 Gets finally knocked out of bounds around the 15-yard line. Yeah, Washington just picks up big chunks of yardage against this North High defense. Nothing fancy that time. He made one cut outside, just outran a ton of Redskins. First and 10 inside the 15 at about the 14 for the Panthers. Wash on a keeper straight up the middle. Touchdown, Panthers. Now, Wash made that look easy. He just made a little fake to Washington. North bid on it. He used his speed to take it inside. So, well, this Panther offense, short of the last interception, they haven't been on the field much, and we are uh, have a 34-point lead. 34-0, the extra point attempt. Again, Larson is the holder. Liston is the, the long snapper. And Simmons will be the kicker. Good snap, good hold, and the kick is good. So with 
116 left in the first. Panthers increased their lead to 35 to nothing. Now Simmons going to have to ice his leg after tonight's ball game with all the extra points and all the kickoffs. Yeah, he's kicked he's kicked the ball off quite a bit tonight, but uh, that's all right. He's missed a couple games. He's got to catch up. As we said, Simmons is a soccer guy too, so uh, you know he's playing a lot of sports here for the Panthers in the fall. Well, in in high school, I mean, up to this point, and I don't want to jinx the young man. He's missed two extra points. One was his first one, and one was. I don't know, two, three games ago or four. And, uh, you know, the young man's very accurate with, with the football. He, he, uh, he gets the ball up in the air and he, unlike other high school kickers, he doesn't have, he, do, he doesn't use a, a tee for extra points. So he kicks it right off the turf. So, you know, he's, well, the nice thing, he's just a sophomore. Yes. That's, yeah. That's the other part of, the, of, of that. He is just a sophomore. He'll, He'll get bigger and stronger, and he'll be around a couple more years. 35-0, 116 left. We're just in the first quarter. Comes down to Williams at the 10. He slips and gets covered at about the 18, so not very good field position for North to start this possession. I think that's where Simmons has been wanting to kick the ball, kind of in the corner, but uh, a good five yards away from the sideline. He nailed that one uh, very well. The kick team got downfield, uh, as they usually do, in a very aggressive manner, and it pushes North back uh, starting this drive inside the 20. 110 left. Panthers lead 35-0. Again, they've had five scores, two offensively and three special teams to get to the 35-0 score. Back to pass goes Williams, and it was just overthrown. It was intended for, I believe, Garza incomplete. Again, another errant pass. I mean, really, just get rid of the football, and the receiver was four or five yards away. Well, I, I... Number one, he doesn't have a whole lot of time, and uh, you know, on the other side of that, we had pretty good coverage out there by Ginyard. Uh, we have guys, as we said, they're getting in the backfield so quickly. North uh, almost looks like North setting up a screen pass the way they're. It's like a brush block, and they're just letting the Panthers through. Oh, in my day, we called them lookout blocks. Straight ahead on a direct snap, going to pick up a couple on second down. Well, when you're not getting a lot of positive yardage, it puts you in those uh, fourth and long, fourth and long with a poor field position where you're kicking from inside your own 20. It's usually not going to fare well. Third down and about seven. Clock moving. We're under a minute. Panthers lead 35 to nothing. Again, Joe Williams. He doesn't get maybe back to the line of scrimmage, and that's about it before he gets hit again by a group of Panthers. So it's going to be fourth down. That time it looked like maybe he was going to find a running lane. It closed quickly, and he was just snapped backwards. Yeah, the Panthers uh, have, and, and like you said, there there probably was a was a was a little bit of a little bit of a lane to run in, but the Panthers really closed it quickly. So it's fourth down. And that'll be the last play of the first quarter. Panthers lead 35-0. This is Panther football on a live 105. We'll be back. 
We'd like to thank Derby Junior Football for their support of Derby Panther Football on Alive 105 KDKQ. Derby Junior Football embraces youth athletic competition in a way that should be competitive, fun, and a key component of a child's education. The Derby Junior Football Organization promotes important life skills like desirable personal and social behaviors and the development of good character. You can learn more about the Derby Junior Football Program and find out about signing up by calling 788-8500. You can also find them on Facebook and on the web. Well, we're getting ready to start the second quarter. Panthers lead this one uh, big, 35-0. Uh, it's going to be fourth down and, oh, I don't know, looks like fourth and maybe six or seven for Wichita North. I'm assuming they're going to punt. Back deep is Ginyard and Washington. And and what do you do? You got you can't punt away from both of these guys. Well, the Panthers put so much pressure on him as well. Gets the punt off this time. Comes to Ginyard at about his own 47-yard line. He gets to the near side. Big hole on his feet, 30. Finally gets run out of bounds at probably the 27-yard line. So great field position for the Panthers. Well, Panthers set that one up on a return. They they fell back into to return coverage very quickly. And, you know, you see Ginyard give it the ball in his hands and Picked up a couple nice blocks, and uh, North was fortunate enough to finally run him out of bounds on the Panthers' sideline. It's going to be uh, first and ten Panthers on their own, or on the North 28-yard line. Washington and Wash in the backfield. Back to pass goes Lim. Got a man over the top. Kavion Walker, touchdown. Uh, he had two guys wide open. Yeah, he probably should have hit him a little sooner than he did, but, but Walker was wide open on the play, and he comes down with a nice catch. Doyle, we both have said this, Kavion Walker has really started playing some football the last two weeks. Oh, he had five or six catches last week, four touchdowns, and, and he, he made a really good play that time to catch the football as well as to get a foot down in the back part of the end zone for the touchdown. I think Karzak was the other guy running wide open downfield. So you got two guys uh, free in the uh, secondary, and Wash just had to pick which guy he was going to throw to. Simmons on for the extra point. Again, uh, Larson is the holder. Reed Liston is the long snapper. North had a guy hobble off. No more players than they've got. They can't really afford to have anybody injured. 41 nothing now with 11.38 to go in the half. Extra point is up, and it's good. So Panthers extend their lead 42-0 with 11.38 left to go in the half. It's, uh, you know, been all Panthers, obviously, and uh, uh, North did get the ball down inside Panther territory once after a after a pass interception and a 15-yard penalty. But uh, other than that, they have had no bright spots so far. No, and, you know, you almost feel sorry for these kids. I mean, they're out there. You can tell they're playing their hearts out, uh, some of them. Uh, we'd heard rumor before that uh, maybe some of the kids uh, midway through uh, the season decided to check in equipment because uh, things weren't going their, their way. And, you know, you got to really respect these kids that came, you know, stuck through it. And you see some of them still giving uh, 100% effort. 
Oh yeah, no no doubt about that. And and, and again, these they have a lot of underclassmen on this squad, and uh, that will bode well for next year. Uh, it both bodes well for their future. Sports teaches a lot of life lessons, and you know it bodes well that when the going gets tough, you don't just quit. Yeah. Simmons kicking off. High end over end. Going to come down at about the 10, and it took a an immediate bounce to the sideline. So, you know, I, I don't know that that wasn't probably where he wanted the kick to go, but it, he had he had no idea it was going to bounce straight right. Yeah, that one did. It took a kind of a, a strange bounce. I, I keep looking down at Coach Clark, and, you know, Coach is, uh, is kind of a perfectionist, uh, and uh, – uh, you know, again, you got to look at things that you want to have go better, and I guarantee he doesn't like seeing kicks going out of bounds. It's going to be first and 10 from the 35 for the Redskins. They trail 42-0, 11-38 left in the half. Uh, balls on the ground, North recovered. It just went through the hands of the, of the quarterback. Well, there's a lot of direct snaps back to him where he's going to run. And, you know, I think at time, you know, you just start feeling those footsteps. You look up and you see green jerseys back there. You're trying to make things happen before you can. And uh, he's very fortunate he fell on the football there. Looks like the Panthers are in a nickel defense. They brought in an extra, an extra defensive back. Now, again, we're playing at pretty, pretty tight coverage. Straight ahead after the direct snap. Gets maybe back to the line of scrimmage, so it's going to be uh, third and 15 for Wichita North. You know, even though Norris passed the ball a few times, Panthers uh, not afraid to pack the box. I've looked down a, a few times, and you'll see some Panthers in press coverage to start, and they kind of back off a few yards, but that tells you that the Panthers have pretty good confidence in their DBs. Again, third and long, clock moving, 10.30 left. Panthers lead 42-0. We're early in the second quarter. And on a reverse to Garza, Panthers sniffed that out and no gain on the play. Nice tackle out there by Kuzer. Well, one more time, I mean, you look out there and you you got to run that play quicker. If you're going to run a reverse, you got to really make it execute. Man, they give Panthers too much time to come back and uh, – Close the gap. Fourth down. Wichita Norris going to be punting the ball. Again, the Panthers have blocked one. Well, they blocked one. They got a piece of another. Well, in the last one, they just set up in return coverage. We'll see what they do here. Low snap. Nice high punt. Kenyard just did the right thing that time. He just got out of the way. North had it covered pretty good. And it's going to be down to about the Panther 20-yard line. Yeah, what you like to see. I mean, I, I agree with you. Once he decided to let it go, let it go. But, you know, you got to be able to call a fair catch there, too. That ball took a 20-yard-plus bounce for uh, Wichita North. It's going to be on the 21-yard line. That's where the Panthers will have it first down and 10 yards to go. And don't get me wrong. You know what? You call a fair catch, but if you get to that, that point where you don't feel comfortable – I know I always taught my kids, hey, if you, if you don't feel comfortable with it, get the heck out of the way. Again, Washington is in the backfield with Lim Wash. 
Panthers have twin wideouts to the nearest. Now they go into a trip wideout formation. Again, Wash goes straight up the middle, 40, 50. He's going to outrun everybody. Lim Wash is going to score 79 yards. Touchdown, Panthers. Lim Wash, I mean, you know, they were running the option play, and North bit on uh, Washington. Lim's able to pull the ball down and go up the middle, and Doyle, it was a foot race from there, and I was going to put my money on Lim Wash every time. Yeah, he, he, he outran everybody, and they had some guys with pretty good angle on him. So that's going to make it 48-0 with 9.30 left in the half. Well, that rivals his 99-yard touchdown run. So, you know, Lim Wash is one of those rare quarterbacks that's got great speed, and uh, he took that one to the house quickly. That was 79 yards, one play, touchdown Panthers. Extra point is up, and it is good. So it's 49-0 with 9.30 left to go in the half. Uh, Panthers are just, uh, it's been all Panthers. There's no question about it. Well, you can tell by the score, 49-0 with 9.30 to go in the ball game. And it looks like the officials are discussing, and surely we won't, we can't go to a running clock yet. Yeah, you know, the rule is that you can go to a running clock in the second half if you're up by 45. And I, I know that I've seen where, you know, if the other team says, hey, we're good to go, they'll do that. But I uh, don't think you'll see that here in the first half. But it's, uh, you know, if you're Wichita North, you're probably thinking, man, get us off this field as quickly as possible. Well, and, and on the reverse side of that, you know, you're ahead 49-0. And, you know, every play you could get hurt. So, you know, you kind of wonder if, if Coach Clark's going to put in some, some number twos at least, you know, for a little bit, maybe a few. I don't know. You know, Just, it's, a, it's a rough decision because you're right. You don't want to get anybody hurt. But on the flip side of it, you got to stay sharp. you got to be able to run your offense, your defense. you got to be on the field because, you know, every week's not going to be like this. No, it's, no, there's no way it'll be like this. Simmons kicking off again. High end over end. It's going to come down at about the 15. It was fumbled. And I think I think Northwest fell on it at about the 18-yard line. Or North, excuse me. I said Northwest, North. You'd have had some Northwest fans really upset if they thought they were down 49-0. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. North was very lucky to uh, fall on that football. So, you know, the kicking game, I mean, all facets of the ball game. Coach Clark talks about it always is that, you know, we got the three facets, uh, the, the special teams, offense, and the defense. Right now, the Panthers are just winning all those battles. Well, yeah, we just had a 79-yard touchdown run. Uh, Wash just found a lane and just turned it on, turned the Jets on. Well, we mixed the scoring up. We've had our defense score, our special teams have scored, offense. I mean, uh, what, what more can you ask? Straight ahead for no gain. It looked like it was, you know, it looked like this time it was, Joaquin Stewart. Well, Wash, uh, he, he had 615 yards on the season coming in. Keep in mind that Wash has played a limited role. You know, he can run the ball. He can uh, be quarterback. And he's been forcing that quarterback role after Adler went down. And, you know, so now Wash is going to, you know, there's a really good chance we'll have two guys with over 1,000 yards rushing. It was Isaiah Jackson that carried the football for North. Second and nine. 
Direct snap. Ball's, Ball's loose. on the ground. Panthers pick it up. Tyler Dorsey. Dorsey. Touchdown. That's a that's a one, one for Tyler Dorsey. How much fun is that? The ball's on the ground, and the big defensive lineman is able to pick it up and get his name in the newspaper. Now 55 to nothing with 8.30 left in the ball game. Or in Dorsey, the half. Dorsey's so excited. He's coming over. Everybody on the team's pumped up for him. That's a rare experience for a defensive lineman to be able to pick up a football and score. Great job, Tyler Dorsey. Picked it up at about the 15 and took it in after a hard hit by the Panther defense. Just shook the ball loose. Extra point attempt is up, and it is good. It's now 56-0 with 8.34 to go in the half, and the Panthers have scored just about every way you can score. Now, Dorsey's a 6'2", 245-pound senior, and Doyle, as we said, we call him the man-child. This kid is, uh, I, I can't even question that he's not going to be an all-state defensive lineman for the Panthers this year. Well, tonight's broadcast of Derby Panther Football on Live 105, KDKQ 105.9 FM is sponsored in part by these great local Derby businesses. Derby Recreation Center, Derby Plaza Theaters, Derby Public Library, D&B Service Center, Shelton Collision Repair, D&M Mechanical, El Paso Animal Hospital, Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas. Pause Photography by Kelsey Lockie. La Hacienda Mexican Restaurant and Riverside Cafe of Derby. Next time you visit one of these Panther football sponsors, let them know you heard their ad on Live 105 during the Panther football broadcast. Yeah, Doyle, it's just been all Panthers here tonight. You talk about Panthers and their tradition. We've got a regional uh, cross-country champs going tomorrow to compete at the state meet uh, at Rimrock Farm outside of Lawrence. That's at 12:20. So if you get a chance, go down there and watch that. The soccer team's playing well. Volleyball won today. So we've got a lot of Panthers uh, on the success board this fall. Kicks taken at about the 15-yard line. Drugged down at about the 17 or 18. So that's where North will have it first and 10 with 8:28 to go. They trail. They trail big, 56-0. Well, Luke Stewart was in on that tackle, and again, Panthers are just down so quickly, you know, on the coverage, and Norse got another uphill battle here. Well, I see Jack Heilman on the sidelines now, so maybe maybe Coach Clark's going to kind of situational substitute. It's going to be first and, first and 10 from the – I guess they're giving a progress out to around the 19. They trail 56 nothing. Straight up the middle for very little gain. That was Angel Martinez for the Redskins. Well, very little gain, and uh, it was closed up very quickly once again by the Panthers. Second eight for North. Clock moving, eight minutes to go. Panthers lead 56 nothing. North has a couple of wideouts to the far side, another wideout to the near side. So back to pass goes Martinez. Now he pulls it down just kind of throws it up. It was intended out here, it looked like, for Garza, but he just, he just threw it up. Well, I, I don't think he had a whole lot of choices again. There were so many Panthers in the backfield that uh, that was about his only option. Yeah, and we had a couple Panthers on Garza. 
And had it been an accurate pass, it would have been picked off. Yeah, I think he, I think uh, he was lucky just to come out of that uh, without a big sack. Third down. Panthers lead 56-0. Clock stopped with the incompletion. And a little shovel pass. Picked up maybe a couple yards. It's going to be fourth down and four. Trayvon Morrison, uh, who uh, is in the ball game right now for Heilman, made that tackle. Trayvon's uh, another one of those guys that uh, is a tremendous athlete, uh, senior 5'10", 185-pounder, and he uh, made a nice play. It's going to be fourth down, and um, it looks like fourth and about four. Clock moving 7'10 to go. And North, it looks like, is going to go for it. At least they're set up to go for it. Now we've got a timeout. Timeout North. That's their second timeout of the half. And you know, you got you got to wonder what's what's going on in the head coach's mind right now. It's uh, you know, yeah, we're zero and eight. We're behind fifty six nothing. But you know, you don't want to give the Panthers the ball deep in your territory. I wouldn't. Think. Well, you wouldn't think, but look at how, how the punt team's gone for them. I mean, they haven't fared well with that. So, you know, you just start, you know, I, I, I feel for him. I think it's been a long season. And, you know, the luxury of, for the Panthers is you are the number one team. You're the number one seed. Unfortunately for North, you were the 16th seed. So you got to come into this environment. Yeah. And it, it's, a, this is a tough place to play. I, I've heard people over the last several hundred years. <laughs> That they just, you know, this this is a tough place to play. I, people from Wichita Southeast used to call it the pit. You know, they'd man, you can't win at the pit. <laughs> and, uh, you know, this this is a tough environment. Derby always has a big crowd. and It's a noisy crowd. And, uh, you know, it, it's just tough. This is a tough environment. And always a pretty good football team. We're dating clear back into the, to the 70s. Back to pass. Just thrown up, and the receiver, it was intended for Stewart, and he just kind of got tangled up. The feet of the receiver and the defender got tangled up. It was a good no call by the officials, so it's going to be Panther ball on the 26-yard line of Wichita North. Now Panther offense comes back out on the field again, and uh, – <laughs> Everything's worked. I mean, Wash had the one interception, but short of that, he's had a touchdown run. Washington has. He's thrown a touchdown pass. So everything uh, is working for this offense. It's going to be first and ten Panthers. Uh, they've got trips to the far side, single wide out in Larson to the near side. Walker, Reed, and uh, Karzak are on the far side. Back to pass. Caught a juggling catch. It looked like by Kavion Walker gets it down to about the five yard line. Yeah, Kavion Walker has great hands, and he just was able to keep on on that football, pull in the ball, and make a nice catch. Duel. Kavion's one of those guys that I was just telling someone today. He played for me, and you know, back in seventh grade, I think I was telling people this kid's going to be something special, and he's uh, really performed that way the last two weeks. They got Michael Johnson in the backfield anyway. That's what our roster says. They give it to him. He gets to the outside. 
gets run out of bounds at about the three-yard line. Well, and I, there's a penalty out there. I don't think I saw any other Panthers around there, so you got to assume maybe a face mask or something else that's going to go north uh, against North. We're waiting to see what the Whitecaps got to say. It's a hold. I'd say one of our wide receivers might have held a little bit out there. So it's going to be a 10-yard penalty. Johnson's listed as a 6'3", 175-pound senior. I don't know that he goes 6'3", but uh, you know he's obviously a crowd favorite when he gets in the ballgame. Still first and goal. Again, they give it to Johnson straight up the middle. He gets maybe back to the line of scrimmage. And you can see Coach Clark has uh, definitely pulled out some guys. Uh, I think you're going to see Washington back in the ball game. But uh, we saw Heilman getting a little breather. Uh, as we said, you, you, you're a nice luxury to have if you're the Panthers in week one. Yeah, but again, like you said, you know, these guys have to get their timing. They have to play. But, you know. Back to pass goes Wash. And it was intended, it looked like, for Karzak in the end zone, but it was over his head. Now, again, I don't I don't know that. That was a well-advised pass play by, by Lim. I mean, there's there's got to be a time when you go, hey, I, I don't feel good with this. You're, you're Lim Wash, for goodness sakes. You got uh, speed, you got moves, tuck the ball and run with it. Don't force a ball. It's third goal from the... Looks like 12 yard lines where the Panthers are after the penalty. Back to pass again goes Wash. A little bit of a screen to Larson. Breaks a couple of tackles, gets down to about the one yard line. Yeah, nice, uh, nice catch and run by Larson on the play, and it's uh, going to be on the one yard line. So uh, see what Coach Clark does here. Oh, there, there looks like they're. Uh, Bringing back in Michael Johnson. Fourth and one from the one. I think if you're Wichita North, you got to assume that Michael Johnson's going to get the ball. Again. He got in. He got in. Touchdown, Panthers. Yeah. And, you know, and you can see the team is really pumped up for Johnson, so we'll have to try and pick up on that story. Going to be 62 to nothing now with 4.50 to go in the half. Panthers are attempting the extra point. Again, it will be Simmons on. Larson will be the holder after the one-yard run by Michael Johnson. Good hold. And the kick is up. And it's good. It's now 63-0 at halftime with 4.53 left in the half. Well, how excited are you? I mean, the whole team is pumped up for Johnson scoring that touchdown. Doyle is a senior that's been out for, for every everything. And, you know, he gets to have his name in the in the paper and the highlight reels, uh, something that you, you don't forget. Yeah, he'll have it in the stats book, you know, uh, from this point on. So, you know, great, great job by Michael. Uh, uh, glad to see the young man score. Panthers now lead 63-0, and I'm pretty sure we're going to see some some uh, 
substitutions here pretty quick. Well, you're already seeing them, and uh, yeah, Coach Clark, we you know he, he's a gentleman. Uh, I mean, you know, you don't want to go out there and see one of those scores that's eighty or ninety to nothing, but you also can't tell, you know, Michael Johnson. You can't tell some of these kids, hey, don't score. So uh, it's obvious to North. It's obvious to everyone that uh, Coach is trying to keep this thing in check. KDKQLP Simmons will be kicking off again. We've got some guys that are warming up, so we might see some some different guys coming in the ball game uh, on the next offensive set. Not sure about the next defensive set, but uh, Simmons, we know, will be kicking off. As I said, Simmons is going to have to ice that leg after this. He's a lot of kickoffs, lots of extra points tonight. And the ball's going to be taken at about the 17 or 18-yard line. And it gets out to about the 25, does the returner. That's Josiah Barnes. So that's where North will have it. Yeah, you see Mercer Thatcher down warming up uh, on the sideline. So, as you said, we'll, we, and it looks like we're seeing some of that wholesale changes already on the defense. Well, so. I see Case Lindsay in the ball game right now. He's I mean, one of the safety spots. Uh, I think about all your starters have been pulled at this it's point. That's what it looks like right now. So with 4.46 remaining before half, Panthers have cleared the benches. Clock will start moving here just at the snap, back to pass. And it's just out of the reach of the intended receiver for Wichita North, Dominique Simmons. Keep in mind, this is a Panther offense that uh, has racked up almost 3,700 yards before tonight on the season. And, you know, the defense is the name. Uh, I mean, 1,330 yards is all this defense has given up. And Last week, I think at halftime, we'd only allowed 14 points by a, a Mays team that was undefeated coming in here to the Panthers' house. Yeah, it, it's, uh, I think it was like 14 yards or minus 14 or something. There was 14 was one of the factors in last week's ball game. And the Panthers had over 400 in the first half. Back to pass, it's caught and dropped. It was intended for Joe Williams, and it was in his hands, and he dropped it. Pretty good coverage out there, though, by the Panthers. Panthers had good coverage on it. And, uh, fortunately, I think the official was also saying Williams had already gone out of bounds. So, you know, But he chucked the ball up and... You know, this is a Panther defense. I don't care whether it's twos, threes, fours, or fives. These guys don't want to be scored on. Ryan Carter comes into the ball game. Corey Atkins is in. Now, so far, the reserves are in, and we got a third and ten situation still. And Don Carpenter is in the ball game. We'll try to get all these numbers identified. Panthers put some pressure on. Back to pass. Going to be caught and dropped again, and it was good coverage out there. Looked like Case Lindsay on the coverage. And, and, you know, that's one if you're Wichita North. I mean, you got to look at yourselves and say, hey, we had the home run ball there, and we just couldn't hang on to it. Lindsay did a good job of getting back into coverage, but uh, that ball should have been caught. I think I think he knocked the ball loose after, after it got in the guy's hands, and uh, it was good coverage. It's going to be fourth down. Punt teams on for Wichita North. Again, these North guys are 
most of them are going both ways, so very little rest. Good snap. Good punt. And looked like Ramirez, he just decided to let it bounce. It's probably, again, a pretty good choice by Ramirez. Blown dead at about the uh, Panther 34-yard line. That's where they'll have it, leading 63-0 with just over four minutes left in the half. I saw Coach Olmstead out there talking to him, and he was telling him, you know, hey, here's what we do. We can either get away from the ball or we can call a fair catch. We can do a lot of things with that. So uh, Coach is uh, still coaching these kids up. Well, we're going to have to – it looks uh, like, it looks like uh, a new quarterback – Thatcher. Thatcher, Mercer Thatcher. He gives the ball, it looks like, to Edwards, who gets out to the 40, close to a first down on first down. Now, Dylan Edwards is just a freshman. He's probably the future running back uh, for Derby. And, you know, we have to laugh every week because you don't know quite what number he is because it gets bounced around a lot because of the, the way the jerseys pan out. Yeah, he. We, we're pretty sure he's that's who number 13 is, but... Our roster shows him as uh, 23, and yeah. uh, and it's Dylan. You can tell when you he can gets just in tell, the ball game. Yeah, you can tell what he look his physical stature and his running style. So it's going to be second and one. Thatcher on a keeper going to get a first down out past the 45 to about the 47. Well, I'm I, again. You got to like the fact that Coach Clark was able to get some of his starters out of the ball game and not risk any injury. I saw one of our Panthers uh, getting some ice on an ankle, but uh, he was walking pretty well, so that's a, a good sign. It's going to be first and ten from the Panther forty-seven. Clock moving, three ten to go in the half. Again, the Panthers lead huge, sixty-three zero with three minutes left in the half. And they give it to Edwards straight up the middle. He gets maybe back to the line of scrimmage, maybe he lost a half yard. It's going to be uh, second down for the Panthers. You know, Doyle, I'm going to test your, your, your IQ here. I mean, I know you're a computer-savvy guy, and I know you're in the top ten and texting in your age bracket, but did you know you can just hit Alexa at your Google Home and just say, play KDKQ? I know that's what my wife and I do. Uh, every Friday night, you can just ask Alexa to pick up a football game. You have it. You can also, uh, it's available on Roku TV. Just install the TuneIn app. Good ways to listen to the Panthers. Well, I don't have an Alexis. <laughs> I, I drive one of those. I don't, I don't talk to it. <laughs> Edwards, up the middle, picks up maybe three on second down. It's going to be third down and probably nine yards to go for the Panthers. If you're just tuning in, it's been all Panthers here tonight. Uh, everything from special teams to defense uh, touchdowns, offense scored after the second play of the ball game. It's just uh, been all uh, all Panthers tonight. Yeah, every every facet of the, of the Panther team has scored tonight, uh, and probably the one that I got the most excited about was Dorsey picking up that loose football and taking it in the end zone because. He's one of those guys up front that uh, just toils all season long, and uh, he got a little reward tonight. Thatcher on a keeper, cuts up the middle, going to be close to a first down, but he'll be maybe a yard short. It'll be fourth down Panthers. I think this is the second time this season the Panthers have been able to clear the benches in the first half of a ball game, and uh, 
rest their starters. And uh, as we said, you got to get them some playing time. You got to keep these guys sharp as you keep continuing on to the playoffs. But you really don't want to risk any injuries. Yeah, there's a lot of season left to play for sure. Fourth down and about a yard, maybe a yard and a half to go for the Panthers. Under a minute left in the first half. Thatcher going to be close to the first down. Now I think he's going to, with second effort, oh, oh, North somebody stole the football. the football. And I think they're North stole the football. It looks like Edwards is going to pull him down. Gets him down at about the five-yard line. And it looked like a for sure North touchdown. And the freshman uh, running back catches him from behind. It's going to pull up North just shy of uh, the end zone. Looked like Thatcher was trying to get additional yardage or the yards that it needed to to get the first down, and they just pulled the ball out of his hands. And, uh, again, Dylan Edwards used his speed and, and caught him at the five-yard line. So it's going to be first goal for North from the Panther five. With 36 seconds to go in the half. Again, Panthers lead this one big, 63-0. This is going to test this uh, junior varsity defense of the Panthers. Inside the five, down close to the goal line. It's going to be second, maybe second a yard, maybe. North is going to have to get in a little bit of a hurry-up mode here with just 23 seconds left here in the half. Going to be second and goal from the one. Straight ahead goes, looks like, yeah, it looked like it was uh, Jackson, I believe. Now, he didn't no, get excuse there. me, Joe Williams. I think Norris going to call their last time out here before the half. You know, four seconds left. Ball's laying on about the half yard line. So this will this will be uh, this this is a JV defense, and uh, you know this this will be quite a deal if they hold them out of the end zone from the five right before half. And you see some of the starters out there trying to pump up this uh, underclassman uh, defense for the Panthers. Again, doesn't matter whether it's the second, third, fourth group. They don't want to be scored on. About a, I don't know, right at the one-yard line. Again, this will be the last play of the half. Panthers lead this one 63-0. And like I said, this this will really pump these youngsters up if they are able to hold them out. Straight handoff. I don't think he – no, they're going to give him a touchdown. I didn't think he made it in, but uh, the officials had a little bit better angle than I did. And it's going to be a touchdown right at halftime. Wichita North will get to attempt the extra point. And a guy came on just a battle where Thatcher was trying to get the extra yardage to pick up a first down. North was able to strip the ball loose. Rubbles down the field. Uh, finally stopped by Dylan Edwards, but after three plays, they're able to punch the ball in. 63-6. to six With the extra point to follow. And it is good, so the half is over. North puts one in the end zone right on the last play of the first half. It's now 63-7. to The Panthers lead this one. 
well, I think you go in at halftime. You know, so often you talk about, hey, who's going to make the adjustments? What are we going to do? I think if you're north, you got to go in. Coach Mosier's got to say, hey, guys, let's keep our heads in the ball game. You do. You have a lot of sophomores and juniors on this team. We've got to build for what's going to happen next year. And Coach Clark, uh, you know, I don't know what you say. You, you know that the kids have already been pulled out of the ball game. You, you got to get these young kids. You got to keep them fired up. Uh, as, as we always say, they're the future of the Panthers. So you got to keep those guys ready at any given time to be a starter. Yeah. And, and that, you know, that's why I was emphasizing the fact that they could hold them out. You know, it would be, it would be a big deal for these number twos and threes that were in the ball game, uh, uh, defensively. So it, it would, there, that would have been good if we did it, but we didn't. It's 63 to seven. Uh, uh, when we come back from, uh, our break, we, we are, privileged to have the principal from Derby High School, Mr. Hamlin, up here to talk to us a little bit. So uh, uh, Panthers lead 63-7. This is Panther football on a live 105. We'll be back. Since 1970, Wilhite Automotive has been servicing vehicles in Derby, Kansas. With their two certified master ASE technicians, they offer services like oil change, air conditioning, transmission services, and much more. Wilhite Automotive is located at 200 West Washington Street in Derby and can be reached at 316-788-0514. Locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. For nearly 45 years, since 1975, Confederated Builders Incorporated has been serving the Derby area and other communities all over the United States with quality construction and building services. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, Confederated Builders is a general contractor specializing in restaurants and light commercial building projects. You can see homes, churches, strip malls, and other buildings they built all over our community of Derby. They're located at 503 North Buckner in Derby and can be reached at 788-3701. Confederated Builders Incorporated, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. It's football season. You know what that means? Cold weather is right around the corner. MJB Heating and Cooling has been locally owned in Derby since 1984. They offer system servicing, furnace cleaning, and new energy efficient units. MJB Heating and Cooling can be reached at 316-788-4884. And their website is hjbhvac.com. Proud sponsors of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Pizza John's has been serving Derby since 1969, offering build-your-own pizzas, simple pastas, salads, and sandwiches with a laid-back environment. Located at 208 South Baltimore Avenue, and they can be reached at 788-2011 for dine-in or carry-out. Pizza John's, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Looking forward to that new movie release? Derby Plaza Theaters, located at 1200 North Nelson Drive, providing seven different screens for your viewing pleasure. Offering matinee and evening view times and their concession menus that can be seen on their website, derbyplazatheaters.com. Derby Plaza Theaters, locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Conflabbit, how am I going to get to the Derby Public Library when I can't get this car to start? Don't worry, Granny Cletus. We can use the library's online learning resources to help. There's a section on auto repair, small engine repair, and even a database for hobbies and crafts. Great idea, Mooney Pie. Now I can fix this rust bucket and learn to juggle at the same time. Granny, be careful. 
Cool. Let's crank up this car and hit the town. Oh, Granny. Derby Public Library. Making plans for the special day? Pause Photography offers engaging photo sessions for couples, engagements, and weddings. Past photo sessions and more information can be found on their Facebook page, Pause Photography. You can reach them at 631-5417. Pause Photography, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Radio Shack, located at 707 North Baltimore, has been in business since 1991. Specializing in electronic parts, computer supplies, indoor and outdoor television antennas, weather scanners, and ham radio supplies. They are open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Saturday, and they can be reached at 788-4225. Radio Shack in Derby, a proud sponsor of a Live 105 in Derby Panther Football. There's nothing quite like a cool dip in the pool on a hot summer day in Kansas. Express Water and Hardscapes is your local swimming pool contractor and a proud community sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. They feature custom-designed swimming pools, splash pads, and hardscaping to tie it all together. Express Water and Hardscapes is open Monday through Saturday from 7 to 5, and they can be reached at 393-5740 for construction quotes. Serving the Derby area since 1976, Shelton Collision is here for all your repair needs. Shelton Collision offers paintless repair, body and mechanical work, along with rental cars and towing services. Located at 325 West Patriot in Derby, Shelton Collision is there to help you through any accident-related repairs. Shelton Collision is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Well, we're back at Panther Stadium where Derby's uh, uh, handling Wichita North 63-7 at halftime. And as I said before we went to the break, we are very privileged to have uh, Derby High School's principal, uh, Mr. Tim Hamlin, up here. And, uh, uh, Mr. Hamlin, I guess we can start by uh, just, you know, we're, we're here at an athletic event. Just kind of let us know how Derby's uh, fall sports are doing so far this year. Absolutely. Well, first got to say, I just came back from Salina where our girls are in the state tournament up there for volleyball. I walked in the stadium. I thought it was maybe the fourth quarter. But, <laughs> so, but uh, you know, we've had tremendous success in, in virtually all of our athletic programs for many years. But this fall has just been an extraordinary cross-country there in the state tournament, uh, the girls. Soccer missed last night. There was a 3-2 loss to Wichita Heights. So, but they had a great season. And as I mentioned, volleyball, they are currently, they've got one more match this evening and hopefully get into the championship or the um, consolation game tomorrow. So, And then football, you know, they just keep it rolling, don't they? Yeah, right <laughs> Right now they're on, a, they're on a pretty good roll. You know, uh, athletically we are doing very well, and uh, you just give us a good rundown on what, what we're, what's going on. But, you know, there's other things going on in the high school and, and uh, I know that you oversee all of that stuff. So talk a little bit about academic accomplishments sure. uh, for the high school. Absolutely. After all that, that's what we're there for. That, that's the primary purpose. And um, we're very proud of our academic successes. I'll, I'll reference one particular program, our AP program. Um, the AP program is where students can take a course. They can take a test at the end of that course. And if they earn a qualifying score, they can get college credit. Um, three years ago, we really made an emphasis to focus on that and try to increase the number of kids taking those exams. Um, we applied for a grant. We're fortunate enough to receive that grant. As a result, we were able to kind of 
allow or provide some incentives. So kids that earn a qualifying score can actually get cash. They get a hundred bucks for each of the AP score uh, tests that they earn a qualifying score. Now, um, oh, excuse go, me. No, go ahead. Is, is this something that the kids have to sign up for, or, or is it just automatic? If you want to do it, you can do it. Do yep. you have to have a certain GPA? Or Great questions, great questions. One of our goals is to try to increase the rigor and opportunity for all kids to take as rigorous coursework as they would like. Um, so there are recommendations as to coursework you should take prior. But if you want to challenge yourself, by all means. We encourage the kids to do so. Um, I was going to reference uh, academically another program that we do have, debate. And I'm not sure that uh, your listeners are aware, but one of your defensive linemen, Dan Archer, great kid. Um, he just happened to be named a academic All-American last year in debate. So we're very proud of Dan and all the kids in that program. That's really, really up to their game a lot. So. Well, you know, it, it, it goes without saying, you know, athletics are great. And, and sometimes, you know, athletics keep kids' grades up because, you know, you got to make a certain GPA Absolutely. or something in order to participate. Right. But, uh, yeah. you know, the bottom line is academics are where it's at. And, uh, you know, I love to hear these success stories uh, about these kids in high school that on the academic side. Right. Yeah, well, you know, we were blessed to earn that state championship in wrestling last year. And again, what some of your listeners may not realize, that team had, I believe, their average G- the GPA for the team was above 3.2. Wow. So you're right. I mean, extracurricular activities, they're so important. Um, I, I feel when kids have more things to do, they get more things done. That may sound profound, but. <laughs> no, it, it just makes sense because, uh, you know, idle minds, yep, you know, the, that old saying. That's and, right. Uh, you know, it's, it sounds like, uh, Mr. Hamlin, that the high schools right now, they're, they're having some pretty good success in athletics, but even more important, it sounds like they're having some pretty good success academically. Absolutely. And, yeah. and then real quickly, I know you've got, uh, uh, other activities. So talk maybe a little bit about, uh, some of the, uh, extracurricular activities other than athletics. Sure. I know we've sure. got them. Absolutely. Well, we just witnessed another outstanding performance by the Derby. High School Marching Band, AFJROTC, Kansas 61st, so proud of those kids. They put in last year over 6,500 community service hours. Um, they were one of the groups that helped Derby High School. We received a Civic Advocacy Award this fall on Constitution Day, and there are only 10 schools in the state that received that. So um, our ex- other extracurricular activities, you've got Tremendous vocal music programs, orchestra, the drama department put on a great production this fall. So there's a lot going on, and I'm so proud of all of our kids and love the support we have from the community at all those different events, too. Well, that's great. Listen, uh, I know you're busy. These things take a lot of effort to put on, so we appreciate you coming up here and visiting with us tonight. Uh, uh, We we really appreciated it. So, again, thanks a lot for coming up, and uh, you know, we'll get on with the second half of this football game. It is always a pleasure, and I appreciate what you guys do. Thank you so much. You bet. Thank you, Mr. Hamlin. That was uh, the principal at Derby High School, Tim Hamlin, and we appreciate, again, we appreciate him coming up and talking to us a little bit about athletics, academics, and other, other endeavors at Derby High School.
Panthers lead 63-0. We'll be back. Since 1946, Riverside Cafe has been providing hot breakfast all day, every day at all three locations. Riverside Cafe of Derby is conveniently located right off of K-15 in the El Paso Shopping Center, 824 North Baltimore Avenue. Menus and daily specials can be found at their website, RiversideCafeWichita.com. For more information, they can be reached at 425-0057. The Derby Recreation Commission is a proud sponsor of Derby Panther Football, local community sports programs, and the Live 105. The DRC offers recreational facilities, special events, sports leagues, and programs like art, dance, fitness, and wellness all year round. DRC memberships now include youth and adult fitness classes, along with all other amenities. Learn more about the recreation opportunities the DRC has to offer on the web at derbyrec.com or on Facebook at Derby Rec. You'll bring Derby home every week with the Derby Informer. Celebrating 20 years as Derby's hometown newspaper and always proud supporters of all Derby High School athletics and activities. If it's Derby news, you'll know it. Biddle's Auto, located at 300 South Baltimore, is here for all your car needs. Offering oil changes, tires, battery replacement, and repair of mechanical issues. Biddle's is always there. Biddle's Auto can be reached at 633-3121 and conveniently on Facebook. Biddle's Auto, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. El Paso Animal Hospital has been serving Derby, Wichita, and surrounding areas since 1978, providing a large array of diagnostic, surgical, medical, and boarding services all in one convenient location. Walk-in appointments are accepted for routine care, but for surgery or boarding arrangements, they can be reached at 251-0617. More information can be located on their website, elpasoanimalhospital.com. El Paso Animal Hospital is located at 841 North Buckner Street and is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. We'd like to thank DNM Mechanical for their support of Friday Night Derby Panther Football on Alive 105. Locally owned and operated heating and cooling experts with over 50 years experience in commercial and residential service, installation, and indoor air quality. They offer 24-7 emergency service with their main goal to provide you with outstanding heating and cooling products from filters to complete system upgrades. Their motto is honesty, integrity, respect. DNM Mechanical, located in Derby at 2300 North Nelson Drive. They can be reached 24-7 at 712-4025. More information can be seen on their website, dnmmechanicals.com. Programming on Alive 105 is in part made possible by Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas, located at 1033 North Rock Road in Derby, providing estate planning and probate services, as well as assistance with long-term care planning and preservation of assets. Our thanks to Elder Law of Kansas, 777-1186. Proud supporters of Derby Panther Football. Tired of pesky weeds? Tender Care offers lawn services like weed control. Along with lawn maintenance, they offer landscaping, irrigation, swimming pools, patios, cook centers, and more. Find them on the web at tendercarelandscape.com or you can reach them at 788-5416. Tender Care, located at 218 South Water Street in Derby. A proud sponsor of a Live 105 and Derby Panther football. 
Since 1985, DMV Service Center has provided motorists in the Derby area with auto repair services that include alignment, towing, engine maintenance, electrical services, and tires. Located at 722 North Baltimore, on the corner of K-15 and Britain in Derby, they can get you back on the road in no time. More information on services the DMV Service Center has to offer can be seen at dnbservicecenter.com or by calling 788-1641 between 8 a.m. and 6 p.m. Monday through Friday or 8 a.m. to noon on Saturdays. DNB Service Center is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Offering fresh, authentic Mexican food, La Hacienda is conveniently located right off of K-15 in Derby. They can conquer any craving with their 70-plus dishes and amenities like tableside guacamole, live music, and an outside patio. La Hacienda is located at 1138 North Nelson Drive and can be reached at 927-2900 for call-ahead service. La Hacienda, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football. We're back at Panther Stadium where the Panthers lead 63-7. We're still at halftime, and uh, I think we got a few stats uh, that might interest you. Well, and we do. For the first half, it just again tells how dominating the Panthers have been. In the rushing game, Panthers 202 yards on the ground while holding Wichita North just 12 yards. Passing attempts, Panthers 3 for 5 for 58 yards and a touchdown. Wichita North, one for 13, no yards. Doyle for the first half. Panthers, 260 total yards of offense. Wichita North on 41 plays, just 12 yards. Well, I'm not, I'm not surprised. And, and, uh, you know, the Panther defense has really been, really been on the ball tonight. Both teams have had two turnovers, which won't tickle Coach Clark uh, in that regard. Lim Wash, uh, so we said three for five, 58 yards on the receiving end. Kavion Walker has two of those catches for 48 yards and a touchdown. Aaron Larson has one catch for 10 yards uh, in the ball game Again, Wash hadn't really had to throw the football tonight as the Panthers have been able to score on offense, defense, special teams. Trey Washington, three touches for 94 yards. Lim Wash, two touches for 92. Mercer Thatcher, three for 11. Dylan Edwards, the freshman, three for 10. And Michael Johnson, the senior came in three carries minus five yards, but more importantly, Michael snuck in for a touchdown that uh, really got the benches and everyone excited here. Doyle, the big stat again, as always, Panthers lead 63 to seven at half. And it's, uh, as we said, it's been a dominating uh, game so far by all facets of the, of the football team. Yeah, we're ahead 63 seven should be a running clock the whole second half. Uh, uh, Panthers are going to received they deferred in the first half and they're going to get the ball to start the second half and you know you just kind of we'll we'll, we'll try to help everybody out with numbers and, and whatnot but uh you know it's it's i think we're going to see a lot of the twos and threes in the second half well and it's uh you know i i think those stats that we gave particularly the stats for for uh the, the Panthers, uh, you're not going to see a whole lot change. I don't think you're going to see a lot of yardage put up by them. You're definitely not going to see Lim Wash and Washington and those guys. So uh, it'll be a lot of reserves in, running clock. So things should be getting done uh, pretty quickly here at Panther Stadium. Back deep for the Panthers is uh, Deshaun Wright along with uh, Edwards. Edwards on the far side. Wright is on the near side standing at about the 10-yard line. So this is a JV kickoff team, and kick's going up. It's going to come down to Edwards at about the 24-yard line. 
makes a couple guys miss. There's a penalty marker on the play, but he gets out to about the 36. Now, a penalty flag came out pretty quickly against the Panthers. Looks like Derby might have a player down on the field. You hate to see that uh, with any of these kids, uh, but it's going to require the uh, trainers to at least come out and check on him. Well, it look, looks like it might just by the way he's moving around, it, he might have just got the wind knocked out of him. That, that's what we got to hope anyway. Uh, but anyway, the, the trainers are coming out to take a look at him, see Rex shot. And again, you know, we could we can talk about this medical staff if you want to call them that. Uh, and I I do. They're 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 very good. We've got Doctor Neatery. He's at every game. Uh, we've got very good medical people here on the sidelines for the Panthers. Uh, a fortunate thing for us, and uh, you know, not a lot of schools have that type of thing. Uh, Coach Clark went out there as well, and uh, they were fortunately able to get the young man up pretty quickly. So that's a good sign. Panthers uh, are, are going to get called for a block in the back. So this drive is going to start on about the Panthers' 19. It looks like it might be Deshaun Wright. I can't, I can't for sure pick up a number, and he's holding his his stomach like it might have been a a. Uh, uh, yeah, I believe you're right. The wind knocked out of him. Panthers open up on the 18-yard line or 19-yard line after the penalty. Edwards is in the backfield. And he makes a nice cut right at the point of attack, gets outside, gets a first down to about the 31-yard line. Well, I think Conley Hamlin... Is uh, the quarterback now just a sophomore, five ten, hundred and sixty pounds? You know your day. He just got you just got done interviewing his father, who's the principal at Derby High. Well, and and Conley's been on the IR, you know, for the last four or five games, and uh, he's in the ball game now and handed off to Edwards, and it's about a first down carry out to the thirty-one. Well, good to see Conley back, and I think he got hurt uh, in a JV game, possibly week one. So. He's been out uh, quite a while. Good to see him back uh, just in time for the playoffs. First and 10 from the 31. They give it again to Edwards. He bounces it outside, outruns a couple people, gets out close to the first down, and then gets knocked out of bounds. He might have got enough yardage to to get a first down. Well, as we said, Dylan Edwards is a little water bug. I mean, he goes at about 140 pounds soaking wet. He delivered a blow at the end of that run. He's got great speed. He sure wasn't afraid to lower his shoulder and uh, pick up the extra yardage. It's going to be first and 10 for the Panthers. Again, clock moving. It's 63-7. to We're in the third quarter. First possession for either team. Panthers have moved it from inside their 20 out to about their 43-yard line. They got it first and 10 from there. Hamlin's the quarterback, bit of a bit of a miscommunication, and they're going to call that a fumble. They're going to get into the end zone. It looks like now a late flag came from way back, but man, it sure looked to me like Hamlin was down. That uh, they let him pick it up and uh, run the ball. So if that play stands, Wichita North. Uh, He's going to have the ball down on about the one-yard line. Well, I thought Conley was down. I mean, there, there was there was a miscommunication. One of them went the wrong way. Doesn't matter, but it looked like to me he was down. But, uh, you know, again, the officials have a much better look at it than we do. Now, the flag's going to go against Wichita North, so regardless, the ball's not going to be on the one-yard line. But uh, 
you know, Wichita North is going to have the football, it appears. They're going to be out around the Panther 30-27 yard line. They're going to mark off two penalties. So they end up they end up calling a personal foul on Wichita North and a block in the back penalty. They enforce the uh, 15-yard mark off. So now North has it first and ten from the Panther 42-yard line, trailing 63 to seven. Clock moving, 8:15 to go. And on the first carry of the second half for Wichita North, it looked like it was Jaquan Stewart. He's going to pick up a couple on first down. And we got it. We're going to try and get some scores if we can. Looks like Junction City all over Wichita Southeast, 27 to zero right now. Uh, Manhattan, 35, Hutch, seven. Topeka, 34, Garden City, six. Second down, straight. Straight handoff back to Jackson, and he gets out to about the 30. It's going to be enough for a first down. Excuse me, that was Joe Williams. Jackson is 9. Williams is 10. And we'll try and get an east-west score if we can. Uh, that uh, derby will play the winner of the east and west ball game. First and 10 from the 29 for the Redskins. Clock moving, 63-7, Panthers. <laughs> Nearly intercepted. Well, that, that one's not going to matter. There's going to be a hold. We had a Panther try to get into the backfield, literally tackled. The White Hat saw it, uh, I, and, I, and I don't mean just kind of tackled. I mean he was tackled. So that's uh, going to be 15 yards against uh, Wichita North. Corey Atkins broke up the pass. But again, like you said, that's not going to matter. That and that was a tackle. <laughs> you couldn't have hit that from a blind guy. He he really did. It was unbelievably bad. And uh, that's going to move the ball back like ten yards back to the 40, 44 yard line of the Panthers, where it's going to be first down at about twenty five. Straight ahead. Into the middle of the line, the Panther defense shuts that one off. That was Jaquan Stewart on the carry. It's going to be second down and about, oh, I'm going to say second and about 23 or 4 yards to go. Now, this is, uh, again, a reserve group. The starters came out of this ball game uh, with still about four minutes in the first half, so we've had a Reserves in, and they've uh, they've battled well themselves. Second and long. Panthers lead 63-7. Back to pass. Got a lot of pressure on him. The ball was just a little underthrown, but good coverage out there by the Panther defense. And that's what you want, is, as we said. You want to get these reserves in the ball game. You want them to play sound football as Never know when you're going to be the next guy up. Looked like Luke Sweat on the on the coverage for the Panthers. 
It's going to be third and long now for Wichita North. Again, clock moving. It's a running clock situation. 4.50 to go in the third quarter. Panthers lead 63-7. to Third and long. Back to pass. Just kind of thrown up. Panthers oh, picked off. Picked it off inside the 40, and it looked like it was Traven, Traven Morrison. We'll, we'll get the right number. It was, it was Trayvon Morrison. Oh, excuse me. That was wrong. It was Cole Minton well, on the that, interception. That ball was tipped up, and Cole was able to get underneath it. He's a sophomore, 5'10", 155-pounder, so the reserves come up big there, Doyle. So it's going to be first and 10 Panthers on the north 38-yard line. And we've got uh, Mercer Thatcher back in at, at quarterback. Again, they give it to Edwards, and he gets kind of hit in the backfield. He's going to lose probably five or six yards. Oh, I'm getting a score update. It looks like Wichita East is up on Wichita West in the third quarter, 6-2. to two. Well, they played last week, and West kind of handled them, but uh, that was last week. Now, that's a bit of a surprise. Uh, again, we'll play the winner of that ball game, so we'll see if we can't keep you updated as that one goes along. Second down and long for the Panthers. They lost probably six or seven yards on first down. Again, Edwards straight up the middle, gets a bit of a crease, gets back to the original line of scrimmage. It's going to be third and ten. Now, Dylan Edwards has been fortunate that he's got to run against with the number one line on a few occasions. This kid is, as I said, he's a water bug. I mean, he is very quick, moves around, and, you know, at any given time, he gets a crease, he's going to take it to the house. Going to be third and just over 10 yards to go for the Panthers. They lead 63-7, 2.45 left in the third quarter. Now this one will get over early in Derby, so I'm sure that East-West game will be battling for a while. We're in a running clock situation, and this third quarter is chipped away pretty quickly. Again, they give it to Edwards. He gets to the outside, makes a couple guys miss. He's going to be short of the first down by about five or six, so it's going to be fourth and fourth and six. I thought Dylan was going to be able to hit the corner, and he's just finally drugged down. So now it's fourth down. A lot of fresh faces out on the Panthers. It looks like about seven. For the Panthers, so they're going for it. Again, Thatcher's the quarterback. Edwards is the tailback. And Thatcher finds a bit of a crease, going to get a first down and a little bit more. Yeah, nice read by Thatcher that time. Just an option. He, he let him bite on Edwards. He's able to cut him inside and pick up first down yardage. So that makes it first and ten, Panthers, with a minute and a half left in the third. They are threatening. How fast fortunes turn. It looked like Wichita North was going to have the football on the Derby 1, but a couple of big penalties scoot them way back. And then uh, a nice interception by Minton. They got the ball on just outside the 25, not quite to the 26, first and ten. Leading 63-7. to seven. Back to pass goes Thatcher. Got a man open. 
going to get down inside the 10, almost to the five-yard line. That was complete to Drake Thatcher. Well, that's a uh, brother to brother. So Thatcher, Thatcher, if you would. Uh, nice. Uh, I'm sure they've done that in the backyard a few times. It's going to be first and goal for the Panthers. In, just inside the 10, maybe on about uh, maybe the eight or nine-yard line. Clock running. They're going to have to get one more play before we get to the fourth quarter. And Wichita North jumped offside. I'm assuming it's on them and not. Yeah, I think they're pointing North way. You always wonder if Derby's uh, moving, but it is encroaching. And that'll end the third quarter. The Panthers aren't going to run another play. So Panthers lead 63-7 to going into the fourth quarter. We'll be back. I'm Keith Stevens. Join Donna Cruz and me this weekend for Keep the Faith. Amy Grant shares about the gift of being present. He said, I was listening to this band, and he said, I couldn't help but notice on the edge of the crowd a woman. He said, I was so taken with her by how engaged she was. And he said, I couldn't stop staring at her. I hope you can join us for Keep the Faith. Keep the Faith with Donna and Keith, Saturday 6 to noon and weekday mornings 6 to 9 on Alive 105. And we're back at Panther Stadium getting ready to start the fourth quarter where the Panthers lead 63-7. This is Panther Football on Live 105, KDKQ, 105.9 FM. Panthers again, they they lead 63-7. We're going to start the fourth quarter. They have the ball, it looks like, inside the five. And it looks like it's on about the four-yard line. It's going to be first and goal from there after the offside penalty by the Redskins. Yeah, Panthers have a, have an opportunity to put more points on the board. Again, if you're just joining us, this is a reserve unit that's been in uh, since uh, or, you know midway through the first half. Thatcher pitches it out to Edwards. Touchdown, Panthers. Now, Edwards is able to score on the option play. You know, Dylan uh, gets his hands on the football. He turns on the Jets and is able to cut inside and pick up uh, the touchdown Doyle I mean golly 69 to 7 right now we just entered the fourth quarter yeah it's it's it was a good pitch uh, by Thatcher out to Edwards and Edwards just used like you said just used the speed found him a little bit of a crease and that's all that young man needs Simmons back in for the extra point again Larson is the holder a little bit of a high snap, dropped a little bit, and Simmons picks it up, and he does. It's no good. The extra point attempt. So it was kind of a high snap, and uh, uh, it was dropped by the holder. But anyway, the Panthers now lead sixty-nine to seven with eleven fifty to go in the ball game. And just a reminder that uh, tonight's ball game is available on Spotify or Apple Podcast after 10 o'clock. Uh, you can listen to any of these games. Uh, you know, you can go all the way back and, and listen to the Derby Garden City game if you want to. They're all archived for listening and download. Doyle Spotify is really easy to get on. So if you know someone uh, you're listening now, you know someone, a relative out of town, and they want to catch a Panther football game, they can go back and uh, listen to them and, 
you know, it's a it's a nice thing for uh, all the Panther fans to be able to do. It absolutely is a, a nice uh, it, it's a nice thing to be able to do that kind of stuff because uh, uh, you can't listen all the time live, but you can certainly listen any time after ten o'clock tomorrow, the next day, whatever. And uh, that that's a that's a nice feature that uh, Alive One Hundred and Five puts out for. Well, listeners. I've talked to some of the kids, some of the football players there. They're like, hey, coach, I love it, man. I, I go home at night, and I, I can't sleep. I'm still pumped up after the game, and we get on and listen to the broadcast. So, you know, that's a that's a nice thing for the kids as well. Absolutely. Panthers will be kicking off. Be Simmons. I can't, can't tell who's back deep for Wichita North. I, I think it is Joe Williams. Well, Panthers will be kicking off. They lead 69 to 7 with 11:50 left in the ball game. And as we said, Williams, some of these guys have not really exited the field all night. They're uh, they're true warriors because they're playing on special teams and offense and defense. It's a good kick, taken at about the five yard line by Joe Williams. He gets out to maybe the 15 before he's. Kind of knocked out of bounds. He comes up a little bit lame after the kick return. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's always, a, I hope he's okay, but it's always amazing how much worse those little injuries feel when you look up the scoreboard and you're uh, down this much. Uh, you know, it's hard to keep yourself uh, in the ball game. Well, it's going to be first and 10 for North at their own 15-yard line. Quarterback now is uh, Angel Martinez, or at least he's been doing all the passing lately. Ball comes straight back to him. He's rolling out to the other side, has a catch out there. Looked like Stewart. It's going to be enough for a first down, I believe. And it will be, well, yeah, it looks like it will be a first down. Out to the 25-yard line. He was run out of bounds finally by Ryan Carter, a junior, six foot, 165-pounder. First and ten from the 25. And on a just a keeper up the middle, Martinez. And there's a late flag. Now this game's uh, had a lot of flags in it. Uh, especially here late in the ball game. Don't know. It was the back judge that made the call. So usually that means holding, but we'll see what the call is. Well, it's amazing when you get late in a ball game like this, you start seeing some of those penalties, and, you know, particularly for these linemen sometimes when they get tired. It, it's it's hard not to uh, reach out and grab someone, or I, I think that one might be a chop. Well, they, he called blindside block is what his terminology was, but it could very well have been a chop block because of where the, 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 the penalty occurred. Back in the game comes Lindsay. Back to pass was Martinez. Now he's being chased, running out of the pocket, throws it up, it's going to be picked off. I think that was Corey Akins, I believe, on the pick. 
It was Corey Akins, and uh, the Panthers are going to now have the ball on the 43-yard line of Wichita North after the interception. The Panther uh, number twos and threes have been hanging right in there defensively. Uh, They gave up the one touchdown, but uh, otherwise they've been playing pretty solid. Uh, A few more quick scores. Uh, Junction City 27, Southeast 0, Topeka over Garden City, 41-6 in the third. Lawrence Free State, 34. Wichita South, 0. Gardner Edgerton, someone we may face later, uh, 42-7 over North. And that East-West score still 6-2, East over West. Hamlin in the ball game, back in. He keeps it, gets hit hard after about a five- or six-yard gain down to about the 37-yard line. Well, Dodge City, 21 campus 13 at half that's a bit of a surprise that well dodge, dodge city's undefeated i don't look for them to get out well it's it's surprising though like yeah. i said undefeated and their campus looks like giving them a ball game but one we really want to think about is the east west ball game as we said we'll play them uh, next week second and about four for the panthers Give it to Edwards. He comes to the near side, does a little stutter step, gets out 30, 25, 20, 15, gets down close to the 10-yard line before he's knocked out of bounds. Shake and bake. That's about all you can say on that as Dylan Edwards just put a couple of nice moves on the north defenders and is able to take the ball down to about the 11-yard line. Just nice run by Dylan Edwards. This young man is fun to watch. I mean, he is absolutely fun to watch. Hopefully he'll he'll grow a couple inches and maybe put on 25, 30 pounds between this year and next year, and he'll be hard to handle next year. As we said, he comes from a fine pedigree. His father was a heck of a running back at Wichita Southeast. His older brother, Kavion, was uh, here last year. Hamlin, inside the 10, makes a nice spin move. Oh, he coughs it up. Put the ball on the ground. There's a late penalty marker. I think North recovered it in the end zone, so... We'll see what happens with that as Hamlin was down close to scoring, but a penalty flag came out uh, in the vicinity. you got to think maybe a hold or a block in the back, but we'll see. We're going to wait and see. Clock is still moving. Panthers lead 69-7. to We're just under six and a half. Holding on the Panther offense. So the recovery was in the end zone, so that'll move the ball out to the 20-yard line. That's a touchback, so that'll move the ball out to the 20, and that's where North will have it first and 10 with the clock moving with about six minutes left in the ball game. Yeah, unfortunately, Conley coughed it up because he made a nice spin move, picked up some extra yardage, and then unfortunately just the ball came loose. First and 10 North. Back to pass goes Martinez. Got a man out in the flat. Complete. Hit immediately by our, our D-back. Looked like Luke Sweat. And Sweat was there pretty quickly uh, after the ball was caught. Uh, you know, another one of those balls that's easy to step in front of. Going to be second and one. Clock moving. We're under five and a half to go in the ball game. Again, Panthers are going to advance on to the second round of the playoffs. Uh, playing the winner of the Wichita East, Wichita West football game next week at Derby. Back to pass goes Martinez. Overthrew his receiver by 
six or eight yards, but pretty good coverage again by Sweat. And we've seen that a lot tonight, just uh, balls that are overthrown, balls that are just kind of, as we said in the first half, thrown to a spot maybe, but uh, not really on target. Going to be third down now and one. North in the first half was one for 13 on passes. Again, Martinez, is, he's back there doing all the slinging right now. Joe Williams is in the backfield. Back to pass. Again goes Martinez being chased. Going to get knocked out of bounds after, you know, he probably got back to the line of scrimmage. I'm not sure he got enough for a first down. We'll see where it's marked. Well, it's going to be short of the first down by a yard and a half. So good defense there by the Panthers. Well, Panthers, these reserves have stepped up uh, really well tonight. It's fourth down and about a yard and a half, maybe maybe two. Back to pass. Got a man out in the flat and just just not a good pass. It was well out of the reach of the intended receiver, so the Panther offense comes back on the field with 3.40 to go and a 69-7 to lead. As we said, this ball game was decided very early on. The Panthers have been all over North tonight, uh, all facets of the ball game. And, you know, you, you got to think back to the Case and Lindsay touchdown, the Tyler Dorsey touchdown, the Breck and Couser touchdown. We got some fresh faces in there tonight uh, scoring. Yeah, you betcha. Special teams, defense, a lot of scoring by those guys. First and ten Panthers from the, about the, looks like the 27-yard line of Wichita North. They give it straight ahead to Edwards. He gets inside the 25 down to about the 24. As, Ed, we, as we saw on that on the last touchdown run, Edwards is uh, capable of breaking one here and uh, making this score even uh, further out in front. Well, this young man's not very big, but he runs with a lot of heart and a lot of uh, a lot of strength, really, for a young man his size. He's not a he's he's really not afraid of anybody out there. He runs like he's 185 pounds. And it's a penalty, I think, on the Panthers. Well, we just got an update. Wichita West now on top of Wichita East, nine to six. That, that again, that's a pretty important score for, as far as we're concerned, because that that's going to decide who we play next week. And that's a we figured. You know, West is coached by uh, Weston Sharts, a guy that we're very familiar with. Uh, years ago, he was a coach at West High when West had some pretty darn good football teams. He then went to Northwest. And, and, you know, you got to give him credit. He went back to, to West High, and he's uh, really turned that program around. He has. Edwards, again, a quick cut up the middle. He's going to be down, oh, maybe a yard or two short of the first down. It's going to be third down and about two for the Panthers. Clock moving, 90 seconds to go in this ball game. And it's, uh, as we said, been a pretty quick ball game. I believe it's just now 9 o'clock, and we're uh, – <laughs> You know, we're getting down to the end of the uh, the ball game here. Well, this has been, you know, this has been all Panthers from the start. And, uh, again, uh, the North High kids, they're, 
they're playing. They're playing as hard as they can play right now. Pass out in the flats, complete. The ball's on the ground, but I think the, one of the Panthers picked it up and made it almost to the goal line. Yeah, it was uh, Panthers uh, are going to retain possession, so pretty good chance Panthers are going to go up even more here. Well, I'm I'm going to suspect that the coach is going to go to victory formation. Uh, another score doesn't doesn't mean a whole lot, and uh, there's only 40 seconds left. So I would be surprised if they did anything but victory. First and goal from the four, and it exactly that. Mercer Thatcher takes a knee. That's the last play of the ball game. There's 20 seconds left, but it's going to run out. Credit to Wichita Northwest. They played hard all night. Panthers were just Panthers were just hard to deal with tonight. Well, they were hard to deal with, and if you're Wichita North, you knew you were coming into this environment as the number 16 seed against the number one. You know, these guys, they know what the Panthers are all about. you got to give credit. And, and, and a good – I mean, you know, really, these seniors, they stuck with it. They, You know, some of these guys we saw them playing on both sides of the football as well as the special teams, so – Hats off to Wichita North to come down here, and you see a lot of camaraderie out there. There's no uh, ill feelings, and uh, I'm sure Wichita North is is wishing Derby well as they move on. Yeah, and and the Panthers pretty well uh, handled this this bunch. Uh, we had scores from special teams, we had scores from from uh, uh, defense, we had scores on offense. Uh, we scored about every which way you could score tonight, and. Uh, Thus, the 69-7 to game, uh, Wichita North scored late in the first half. Uh, they picked up a fumble and ran it almost back, about to the five-yard line, and they took it in from there with just very few seconds to go in the first half. And now, let's not forget the score by Michael Johnson, the senior uh, wide receiver that was able to get in the score in the first half. And So, you know, again, a lot of Panthers uh, put points on the board tonight. Yeah, well, when you score 69 points <laughs> – Man, that, that, that's a ton of points to be scoring. And, uh, you know, these guys, I mean, it, it would be, you know, we'd be silly not to say that they probably could have scored at will. So, you know, it's it's it was a good game for the kids. They're going to advance on to the second round of the playoffs. They go to 9-0. and I'm looking down. The, the, the kids are all going to their, their end zone to see the band. And we had a Wichita North player that was down there with them kind of all alone, uh, you know, with the kids. Uh, and I think that was Angel Martinez. Uh, he's a, a young man that's uh, played a lot of football for Wichita North tonight. I think it's just another good display of sportsmanship. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and our kids were very cordial to Mr. Martinez, and he's now back with his team. And, uh, you know, there, there's some seniors on that squad, but there's a whole bunch of underclassmen. And, you know, this is their last game, the seniors. And, you know, you got to – you got to have some sadness, I guess, uh, about that part. But uh, well, you know, Martinez is the last guy. I mean, he was down there with the Derby team, and you know, you saw him when he got to about the twenty-five yard line, walking to his group of kids. Very emotional, and uh, why wouldn't you be? You know, your season's wrapped up. You're a senior. You put uh, everything into it. Again, uh, just a, a rough night for Wichita North. Panthers win this one, sixty-nine. To seven, they will again. They will advance to the second round of the playoffs next week at Derby. Uh, we're just not sure whether we play Wichita West or Wichita East. This is Panther football 
on Alive 105. We'll be back. KDKQ LP Derby Wichita, 105.9 FM, and worldwide at Alive105KDKQ.com. It's Shawn Michaels, and get ready for this weekend's two-hour time travel trip as we head back to relive some of the biggest classic Christian hits of the past. And this week, we'll chat with Scott Crepane, Rebecca St. James, and Joy Williams. Plus, we'll get inside a classic with Clay Cross. Plus, your classic requests are always welcome at 2623-REWIND. Join me again this weekend for another trip to Christian Music's past on Christian Music Rewind. Christian Music Rewind, this Saturday at 5 on Alive 105. Hello there, it's Kurt Wallace, your host for the Weekend Top 20 Countdown. We're getting ready for this weekend show. Boy, what a list of guests. Matthew West will be here. They'll share some thoughts on frustration. Riley Clemens talks about her early musical influences. And Mark Hall from Casting Crowns talks to us about their prayer for us as believers. We'll give you a chance to win Big Daddy Weave's CD when the light comes. And we'll hear future hits from Sidewalk Prophets and Mercy Me Too. Saturday afternoons at 3 p.m. on Alive 105. Music that's good for you. If you love smooth jazz, you're going to love Sunday nights on Alive 105. Sunday night from 8 to midnight, it's Christian smooth jazz. Featuring gospel jazz and emerging format. Blending elements of gospel, R&B, jazz, smooth jazz, and praise and worship music. Creating a contemporary sound that is inspirational, passionate, and musically complex. Join us every Sunday night, 8 to midnight, on Alive 105 for Christian Smooth Jazz. And it's time to fall back as we change our clocks back an hour. And with that in mind, our theme next time is going to be Time for a Change. We'll have songs like It's Time, Changed Hearts, Another Time, Another Place, and many more songs dealing with time and change. So join me, Larry Wayne, this weekend on Streets of Gold. Streets of Gold, Sunday evenings at 5 on Alive 105. Hey everybody, this is Andy Christman. Join me this week for worship as I play the best in modern worship music from churches and worship leaders around the world. We'll be singing songs by Hillsong United, Paul Balash, and many more. And yeah, I'll probably be throwing in a song from my band for him as well. You don't want to miss a moment of this week's worship with me, your host, Andy Christman. Worship with Andy Christman, Sunday mornings at 9 on Alive 105. Well, we're back at Panther Stadium where Derby just knocked off Wichita North 69-7 to to advance to the next round of the playoffs. And again, we're not sure who we play. If I was going to guess, I would say we'll probably end up playing Wichita West next week. Well, the the last score we got was in third quarter. It was now Wichita West 9, Wichita East 6. That ball game was 6-2 to going into the third quarter. So, you know, one that, uh, as we said, we got done here in Derby early tonight. The uh, running clock came into effect uh, just as we got into the second half, and that's where we stand. Uh, you know, we're kind of short on stats tonight. We had the stats of the first half, and the uh, second half we had some technical glitches, so we're not going to have any end-of-the-game stats tonight. But, uh, you know, I guess the, the final stat we can say is the Panthers win 69-7. to Yeah, that's, that's the number one thing we can say. Derby wins. They advance on. Uh, uh, this has been Panther Football on Alive 105, KDKQ 1059 FM. Thanks for listening.